Ladies and gentlemen, may I present for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure. Run fast on Raw Dog. Raw Dog. Serious XM Comedy Hits. Channel 99. Oh, buddies, it's the Ron and Fez Show, and we're live. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. The first weekend of the year without football, and it leaves you in a very strange place where you say, I don't understand what I'm supposed to do with free time. Is it really watching figure skating? Is that supposed to fill up my weekend? Can I get action on that? Is that bettable? Is there a, a snowboarding link that I could check in with someone overseas? I take the cute little blonde girl from Tahoe. She's adorable. These snowboarding girls are easily, they're, they're the most attractive of all, all, all of them. And yet a little too outdoorsy for a regular guy. You know what I mean? Like they were showing them training where they're carrying rocks underwater and they're leaping off cliffs. Impressive. If you are not action guy, you're never going to get those girls. They basically are going to date another snowboarder. They're not open to you. Yeah, Sage is tearing that up right now. Like even if you have a lot of money. You're going to go, honey, I'm not fucking snowboarding again. Exhausted. I can't go to Tahoe this weekend. Why don't we just stay in the house, drink, and you do that and put on that outfit I got for you? Um, here's uh, Kevin. Kevin, you're on the Run of Fed show. Hey, Ronnie. Uh... After listening to ONA all these years and you guys since you came to Satellite, I finally get that stand-up comedy thing. I went and saw Robert Kelly in Madison this weekend. Yeah. I it, and I, I literally cried. I was laughing so goddamn hard. And I always kind of thought that was bullshit. But, you know, listening to the comedians on the radio do their stuff and seeing them live, completely do, new ball game. It just doesn't do them justice on the radio. They're so... I mean, Robert absolutely killed us. You know, I'm 47 years old, and it was by far the, I think, the best night I had in my life. You know, I laughed so hard. It's crazy. Robert Kelly is a, is a gunslinger. And sometimes you can forget that when you hear all the ball busting. It's just like people will hear ball busting on the radio and then go to Voss's show yeah. and attempt to, you know, do an Anthony or a Jim Norton line, and he will dice them. Dice them. These guys that you hear uh, are fucking tanned 
and ready at all fucking time. They are fucking seriously saddle fucking hard. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, doing our best to bring some of the funniest comedians in the world. Shelby went out on his own and may, this may be your first booking today. Shelby? I, it, hopefully, and it will be my first booking and. Why are you, why are you doubting yourself? Just be proud of this, it. I'm gonna save it as a surprise. It's gonna be the greatest goddamn booking this town has ever seen. Well, you know, this is New York City <laughs> and, um, you know, W.C. Fields used to play here. You have to be very careful. Martin and Lewis sold out like 67 straight shows back in 1954. Well, they're they're all, they're all good in whatever they do, but I think my guest is going to knock knock their socks off. All their, right. Their 50s socks off. All right. The garters on them. There goes Shelby. I'm just pointing out, you know, Woody Allen played this fucking town. Bill Cosby played this town. Well, one guy touched kids and the other roofied people. So you know what? We're oh all doing good for ourselves. You know what? Here's the thing. Unless the law says it, why should I stand judgment? The law let both those guys walk. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. So, to me, Chris, you've been watching the Olympics all weekend? Locked in, every goddamn one. I have the star of the Olympics and no one. I mean, even if the USA wins hockey again. All right, this is a lie. I, that will surpass this. <laughs> but that little 15-year-old Russian girl who we've gone beyond skating and we're now in that, like, Circus Soleil bullshit out there. Fucking mind-blowing what that little 15-year-old was doing. And I felt uncomfortable watching a 15-year-old on the ice, but her skills are blew everyone away. Um, that filled my weekend a little bit. Now, when Fez Watley tried to bring up the Beatles tribute the other day, I said to him, absolutely not. I'm not watching it. I put it on and just fucking marked out <laughs> like I should have had a balloon and cotton candy. And I'm actually saying to myself, stop enjoying this. They are making you OD on the Beatles. It's too much Beatles. But... Uh, it was it was actually a very good show. And Dave Grohl can just do no wrong as far as I'm concerned. He's royalty. I would go so far as this. The only American that could maybe skate better than that 15-year-old girl is Dave Grohl. And he'll perform music while doing it. You didn't find it odd that she um, played the Schindler's List music and then was dressed as the girl in the red coat? <laughs> well, she's a little Jewish girl. No, she had a cross on when she she's, she's like... Christian. She's here to no, cross I, I, I heard him say the other night that she's a little Jewish girl. Still, that, that she does know that little girl in the red coat died. The girl before her fucking danced around the Pink Floyd. That was so <laughs> stupid. <laughs> and that girl was... Oh, that girl is now... I don't know her name. Ashley Wagner. Okay, Ashley Madison. She is <laughs> the meme of the Olympics. She threw out the... Um, she mouthed bullshit while, after she got her score. And this girl is nothing but hype. This is part. Of, she's part of the American hype machine. She won a bronze medal. Hype. She was all. They were all about this girl's going to take home the gold. They no one nothing. said they're going to take home the gold. They don't even think the little Russian girl is. Apparently, there's a South Korean girl who's just fucking amazing. No one could be better than that little 15 year old. I'm telling you, she's not the favorite to win this thing. There's a, and I haven't seen the South Korean yet, but unlike you, I listen with the sound up. 
Um, here's uh, Mike. Mike in Boston, you're on the Run Fed show. Yeah, Ron, hey, I was watching the uh, figure skating last night. Uh, I turned to my wife, watching the announcers, and I said, uh, wow, that chick's pretty good-looking. And my wife's like, dumbass, that's Johnny Weir. Why would Johnny Weir be skating? No, no, they were the announcers. You know exactly what I'm just saying, Johnny Weir gated up big time. Um, See if you can find a picture of Johnny Weir. Johnny Weir loves to put it out there. He's like a young Elton. He had a blouse on. He had a woman's blouse on. All right, nice. See if you see him this time, though. That's him when he was at the... <laughs> yeah. Johnny Weir, he does his own thing. Never won shit, though, right? He never actually meddled. No, he never did shit. You know what? It's like... It's like sometimes... Like, there's always, like, a pretty tennis girl that everybody will pay attention to, but she'll never win. Yeah, Kornikova was it. All right, perfect. He's the Kornikova of fucking men skating. And then the other big, lunky dude who looked like the big brother on Everybody Loves Raymond, <laughs> he fucking destroyed, and nobody knows his name. It was the guy who was dancing the Bond? Everybody loves Johnny Weir. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, Mike. Mike, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Shelby, I had a question for you, buddy. Yeah, go ahead. Is, is your big uh, big booking, did you get Sir Paul for ONA? God damn it, Shelby. You better stop this shit right now. Come Don't on. even say a word. I will, seriously, I will extend this. <laughs> did you, uh, did you, um, start tweeting again since you were suspended from tweeting? I think so. I, I cannot stand when people say they think they did something. Yeah, I did. Then why don't you just say it? It's trying to remain ambiguous. Yeah, uh, ambiguous doesn't work for me. The ambiguously tweeting producer over there. Well, I do gay jokes already. We've already <laughs> celebrated Johnny Weir. I love Johnny Weir. She and I don't want to do. yell at, I don't want to yell at Shelby too much because I know that you're a sickly boy, right? It's been said, yeah. Is this you being ambiguous again? My mom was pretty pissed at me this weekend too. Why? Because she just found out about the whole thing. She's like, why the hell didn't you tell me? And I'm like, look, I got a lot on my plate now. And she's saying, oh, I got to fly out right now. No, don't do was that. Was she crying? No, she managed to keep it together. Why didn't you tell your mom that you got this gland that's going to be cut out of you? Yeah. The less she knows, the better. It's your mom, though, Shelby. What is wrong with you? It's not a big deal, but it seems like everybody's making it. Even it is a big deal. It's an operation. Minor. I'm not getting my heart S taken out. Can I just tell you something? Sally has every right to know about this, okay? Make sure you... I would go crazy if my kid was on the other side of the country and I didn't know. She's been through a lot. And the least that you could do is let her know what's going on with you. When's she flying in? I have no idea. Is she going to stay with you and your foster family? Good one. No, but I don't know where what the deal is. Did anybody talk to Maxwell yet? No. What is going on with you and your family? I don't know. We, uh, we're not... You're not communicating, right? No. You're treating it like a fucking producer's meeting.
Is Paul coming with her, or is she going to come by herself? It's a good question. Who knows? Do you even know this woman? I think she raised me. I don't know. It's rumors I was born in a test tube. I'm trying to sort that out, too. You, gotta, you know what? It's funny to be, you know, Mr. Jokey, but your mom's concerned. Was she crying? Did you make her cry? No. You should be on the phone with your mom, letting her know what's going on with your health. How long could it possibly take to let her know? <sighs> she works two jobs. Apparently. One of them so she can play, pay child support for you and Maxwell. Don't know about that. You would have, she, you would have stayed with her if your dad didn't move, and she hadn't made those degrading comments about your dad. Mm -hmm. Of course, and she had a bad lawyer. That's the worst. Look, Shelby, seriously, you haven't lived with your mom since two thousand three. But the love is still there, and you've got to do the right thing. Like Spike Lee. Why don't you fly out there and get an operation? Ugh, it's kind of rainy. That's good for healing. What, am I an Indian? Is there something wrong with Indians? Because they were the first Americans. Native Americans. That's right. Shelbo. That would be his Indian name, Shelbo. <laughs> Um, here's, uh, John, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, what's going on, Roddy B? Sound like a million bucks. I feel like a million today. Over the weekend there, I saw a uh, commercial that I thought Fez and you would absolutely die laughing over. The Canadian Institute of Diversity put out an uh, ad supporting gays in the Olympics to, to uh, compete with the Russian ads. It's absolutely hysterical. I haven't seen it yet, um, and this whole fear for the gays in the Olympics has seemed to have zero traction over there. No, they're all banging constantly in that Olympic village. No one is paying attention to the gays. They seem like they're having a good time. Everything's good. Now, you can't expect those hayseed Russians to fucking catch up with where we are right now, all right? This is the fucking 90s for us, all right? It's fucking grunge time. You can't touch this, all right? It's fucking hammer time. Seinfeld's the number one show in the fucking country. So we're fucking cool. Really? I, I'm more into mad about you myself. I like mad about you, too. Because that fucking wife of his is adorable. I always waited for full frontal with her. <laughs> but then I had to wait until years. Too many years. All right, here's the gay Canadian ad. All right. This can't be real. It's not real. This it's is a fucking parody. It's Carl Stop Jr. all over again. Good work, Shelby. It's the Canadian Div Institute of Diversity they, and Inclusion. They're starting it off with a butt fuck joke on a luge. Real ads don't do that. Why does everyone have to be so fooled these days? 
The games have always been a little gay. This the is union. not from the Canadian government. God, people are so nuts. Uh, here's my best friend, Janice in Chicago. Hi, Ronnie. Hi, Fezzy. Yeah. Chris. Shelby. <laughs> I, always, I don't want to sound like rapper room. And I see Ronnie. And, <laughs> you know, I wasn't going to watch that Beatles thing either, and it was so great. I'm I know. so glad I did. I know. Even though I've seen McCartney do those songs now so many times, I'm, I still mark out. Yeah, I don't fun. want it, to. It was very cool. It was very easy. I, I just think, as great as the Beatles are, to be totally honest, they've gotten far too much love. You know what I mean? <laughs> I the, know. There's the fucking kinks are a great band. Yeah. How come no one wants to talk about them coming over? The Beatles are there first, though. No, no, there's no doubt about it, but it doesn't mean that they should get 97% and then all the other bands should get 3%. There's no doubt, I have no problem with anyone saying the Beatles are the greatest band of all time. I really don't. But do we need to say it every minute? You know, it's funny, too, because yesterday I was watching something on TBS or... Well, la-dee-da, la-dee-da. No, WTTW, whatever does the promotions. And they were playing old Stevie Ray Vaughan. Oh, God. I know, I love him. Oh, I just, and it was just such a sad day. Cause all these no love for Stevie Ray Vaughan. Why not oh. fucking put on a thing for him? Why oh, not just keep it Stevie going? Keep playing so live music on TV. I don't think it'd be so insane. All right, thank you so much, uh, Janice. Have a great day. Love I'll you see you, sweetie. Chris, I'm going to put you on that to just reprogram TV for me. Oh, I I'm a lot more variety concerts. There's only one concert channel that Palladium. They I got can't even find them. They're like a million. They're like a million six on my fucking. <laughs> I always find it by accident, and then <laughs> next day I forget about it. I know. And maybe a couple months later, I'm like, oh, Led Zeppelin. I know. I've done it. I'm like, fuck, Brian Ferry. And then I stay there for an hour. And try to replicate that channel a few more times. Let's make ABC like that. I'll They're not it. running anything over there, are they? <laughs> what, is Love Boat still on there? Is that what's still going down? <laughs> what time is Fantasy Island coming on? I don't know why I've tried to bring Fantasy Island back. I love watching Fantasy Island as a kid in reruns. It was the shit. Kid, you fucking still watch it. <laughs> you even look like fucking Tattoo could be your real dad. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're a little taller. But other than that, you look exactly like him. My dad did have a very dark complexion. They had the same exact complexion. Yeah, I bet he did. <laughs> he was a white man as far as I know. <laughs> I didn't say he wasn't. Let's not fucking bring racism into it. Very olive complexion. Even more mm -hmm. than olive. <laughs> Plum. <laughs> Motherfucker was purple. You know what? That's just because he wasn't breathing very well. No, oh, God, no. Very bad circulation. And then I watched the... Oh, I was stupid enough to watch this. Uh, another Philip Seymour Hoffman thing on 60 Minutes last night. Then I saw the thing in the paper where they showed everybody just fucking brokenhearted at the uh, funeral, yeah. and then when I saw the John C. Riley, that made me feel bad. Then I had to see his kids. Uh, and then they were mad because some, I gotta remember who this was, some bag company, right? Some uh, took a picture of... I think it was Amy Adams. Thank you. It was Amy Adams going into the funeral 
holding a bag. And they said, hey, look who's carrying around our new bag. Like, that was such a fucking great thing. Oh, God. Is that Isabel Valentino? Valentino. So that's all you got to go with. Uh, and then everyone started screaming at them, what are you, monsters? Can't you put fashion away for a second? And I'm like, the people that are screaming that also are, have pictures of the kids that they're putting out in the newspaper and everywhere else. So who, you're all fucking monsters. No, let me change that. We're all monsters. Here's a grieving Kate Blanchett walking down the <laughs> runway. I can't believe what she's wearing. She looks, seriously, she looks like the Pillsbury Dough Girl. Look, that sobbing's really gonna <laughs> fuck your makeup up. They wouldn't say fuck. Come on. Gay guys never say fuck like that. Other than if they're really mad, then they go like this. Fuckers. <laughs> It's always the unhurtful fucks that they throw around. <laughs> they don't bother anybody. Because you're as quiet as a fucking mouse today. Yeah, a little bit, yes. What's going on? Uh, nothing, just getting in my groove for the week. You're not in your groove. What's happening is what I'm asking you. You haven't you haven't talked all morning. No, just a little nervous this morning. What happened? Just some things going wrong before the show. What's wrong? Why won't you talk to us? Not getting cooperation that I need from Shelby and Chris. He's laughing. Why are you laughing? I think we're all not cooperating. I don't think it's just on me and Chris. <laughs> <laughs> not cooperating with me. I included myself when I said you're not cooperating with me. Sounds like Sally. The advice show. Because here's what you need to do. Is this bullying? Is this fucking two straights bullying? I believe so, yes. Because I'll take it straight to HR. How is this? How am I bullying, Fez? You're not doing all of his work for him. Anymore. Well, you're it's on the, the two air. straights ganging up on the gay. I see how it works. Seriously. Is that yeah. what you really think? Yes. Do you realize how dangerous that statement is? That even saying that, HR would have to look into it? They can't take anything easy these days. By the way, there should be big news for you, Fez. This, um, the defensive player of the year of the SEC, who's going into the draft, has said that he's gay. So we really do have uh, uh, a guy that should be playing as gay. Yeah. Not we... a punter, whatever the fuck. You know, a punter of some small fucking high school somewhere. I'm on the practice squad. A 200, <laughs> say that's bullying. A 255 pound lineman is going to be the first. Hold on. How big? I think they said he's 255 pounds. Do you understand that that's about 130 fucking pounds too small? <laughs> it's 260 right here. <laughs> Well, he says I guess he, this was take, that was taken before Thanksgiving. He may not be telling the truth about his weight. It happened. That's fucking. What I'm saying is, what I'm pointing out is that's trouble. Normally, if you're 255, you've got to move back and be a linebacker. Well, oh, now I'm concerned about him. This is bad news, Bears. I can't carve a that's load baseball. before this game. So we are going to get the first open gay in the NFL once the draft happens in May. Yeah, but if the guy doesn't play, then it, it makes the gays look bad. <laughs> Where is he supposed to be drafted? Uh, they said anywhere between round three and seven. Well, seven at the highest now. 
Let's go before or after Teo. It may be a little bit late. Seriously, three and seven, and this goes to show. I mean, I would have thought that a guy who was the, and maybe I'm wrong here, maybe somebody can fucking, you know, help me out, but anyone that was the SEC player of the year, defensive player of the year, to me, that would have sounded like a first rounder. I would have thought so. Maybe this keeps them from being it. A fucking lineman who's apparently watching his weight. <laughs> 255 is very small for a lineman. He wants to look good still, you know? <laughs> that's that's what you don't have. <laughs> and he does. Want to look good for the draft. Yeah, but you gotta. this guy's got to be sold as a football player. As a monster. Not a fucking gay guy. It'll be a problem if he's just... All right, he's just a gay guy. He's got to be a football player first. But as I know, like, you, you threw off the baseball like it doesn't matter. But if you go back to Jackie Robinson, the thing about him is he could fucking play. Right? He had to take shit for it, but he could really fucking play. He was, like, always one of the top best players in the league. If this guy's going in the, south, in the seventh round... And he's got size problems. He's not exactly going to help the fucking cause. I don't know why he didn't move up to a fucking linebacker last year. Um, I will cheer for whatever team takes him in the NFL draft. Even if it's the Cowboys or the Steelers. I will cheer for that team. Will you get a tattoo? Yeah. If he starts, I will get a tattoo. Oh, starts. The guy is not going to fucking start. He's 255-pound lineman. Right away, he's got to change his position. This isn't going to work. Um, Jason, you're on the Run and Fest show. Hey, Run and Fest, Pep, you guys. Uh, yeah, they were talking about ESPN this morning that he's probably going to have to move to outside linebacker because he is uh, undersized, but he did play well as defensive lineman in college. But against the uh, NFL guys, there's just no way he could play defensive line. And they're saying he's, I hate to say it, but they said, they, I don't think they realized it as a pump, but they said he wasn't light on his feet. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, he's probably have to move the linebacker, and it's going to take him a couple years probably to be a starter. So that's why he's considered a, a very good project, and that's why he's going to be late in the rounds. If he was the size coming out of the SEC, he'd probably be first or second round because he is undersized. They were, they were I couldn't eight. believe when Fez said 255 pounds. I mean, I think it's been like the 60s since there's been a 255-pound defensive lineman. And Fez was throwing it out there like it was big because I'm sure that is big in gay world. Other than those weird muscle guys, Uh. I'm sure they keep their weight on. Um, Jeff in Fargo. Yeah, Rod, is this the first lineman to order pizza by the half slice? Do we have anything else besides Gatorade? (laughs) Maybe a Fresca? Powerade Zero? <laughs> you know, he does a gay voice. And I then, couldn't tell the difference. Then he went, oh, you always sound gay. Shelby hasn't realized he's gay yet. I'm a bad gay. I know, I like to do that to people too when I'm being mean to them. I let on that they're gay. It's the best, isn't it? Red Bear, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Ron, they couldn't move him back to linebacker because it was too unnatural. He's a power bottom. Got to have a hand on the ground. <laughs> Wayne in Boston, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Ron V, this dude wears number 52. He's a backer. Bear, that is. Boom, 866. Oh, <laughs> Ron, zero Fez, 866. Ron, zero Fez. Fez staying quiet on some of these little gay jokes. But uh, if the guy doesn't start... 
What's the big deal about him being gay? There is no deal. You got a Jackie Robinson this stuff. What you really need is like AP to come out as gay. Johnny Football should say he's gay, so he goes. Out Johnny sooner. Football would be perfect as the first gay football player. And then the Houston Texans draft him, and it'd be perfect. Just the big gay Texas. Where do you think he's going to go? If we have to guess right now, San Francisco. I mean, is that too easy? Well, there's some teams you just don't. San Francisco is easy. The Packers is easy. The well, Browns. The, I'm not trying to do an asshole joke. <laughs> I have shit to that. Where the dick goes. Really don't fucking think. What I'm Any of those teams are going to make it more difficult on him. What I'm tr the the 49ers. What I'm trying to say is, where would that be an audience? Because this guy could be Lynn Sanity, right? Where all of a sudden, when there was an Asian guy playing for the Knicks. Any Asian people were coming out of the woodwork in New York. Then they fucking sent him down in the goddamn Texas and no one gives a shit. He would, he would have been the king of t-shirts if he stayed in New York or maybe went to San Francisco. He was the king of t-shirts in like a two week period, like immediately. It was phenomenal. It was really and then awesome. white people were like, hey, this fucking Asian thing got hit fast. Give me one of those fucking t-shirts. Roland was walking around in it. So what my point was, Fez, other than doing fucking shit dick jokes where you went, which shocks me, by the way, the Browns, the Packers. Uh, my my point was, where would a place that he could play, like maybe Miami, you know? <laughs> Incognito is just, I gotta say something. <laughs> um, Atlanta might be great for that. Here's... Um, uh, here's Chuck. Chuck, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Lolly, I'm pretty sure in the NFL, if I didn't think you're lying, you'd have to be at least 325 or 350. And I don't think any homosexual man would want a 350 pound man banging him in the ass. That's a little too much, don't you think? Uh, 866, run, I don't get involved in that. 866, run, zero Fez. 866, run, zero Fez. Jim in Alabama, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, maybe if Michael Sam put down the half slices and had a real diet, you know, he'd put on a little bit more weight. You know, I guess, that, you know, he wants to look good in a tight T-shirt. Um, <laughs> peace. Um, here's, uh, here's Darren. Darren, you're on the run of Fest show. Hey, Ronnie, you sound like a million bucks. Feel like it, man. Cool. Um, I just wanted to let you know that commercial for the uh, Olympics being a little gay, that is running during Olympic coverage in Canada. It can't be. It is. With the fucking Dude. butt fucking going back and forth? Yeah. yeah, that's on during the Olympics. Come on. See, they even during, have a website. I, I saw it twice um, on, was it yesterday morning? How liberal is your country? Uh Hey, it's good. It's a good commercial. I mean, at no time in America would we show two guys moving back and forth like we're supposed to laugh. Well, they're they wearing clothes, at least. Come on. I know, but I mean, there's so many ways to do this with some amount of dignity. Ah. I thought for sure this was parody. You nope. swear to me, Darren? I swear I saw it twice yesterday. He sat down for his breakfast with a bag of milk and watched some gay commercials. <laughs> The bag of milk idea is going to catch on. It's been 30 years up there. Probably more. 
Probably can't. I think they were doing that when the fucking Beatles landed. Uh, ben, in Illinois, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah. Seattle's got to be the best fit for them. Uh, you know, they've got a young team. They've got a good team, and it's a really tolerant city. Now, see, that's what I'm talking about. It's not as funny as Fez is saying Packers or Browns. Um, but, yeah, Seattle would be a perfect place because I certainly think just like they put Jackie Robinson in Brooklyn, you want to make sure that the hometown crowd is going to, you know, be around this guy and his own team. You know, you want to have a thing where if somebody on the team does say something, the audience is going to back up the gay guy, not the guy saying something. They got to go Miami. He's going to become a dolphin. That's why I say, yeah, you know, Fez is saying Atlanta because he knows there's a lot of gay guys there, but then it's surrounded by a lot of, you know, old school Southern guys. Might not be the best place for him. This guy's going to a big city where the gay is totally accepted everywhere. But it even has to be a a, a gay-loving suburb. I think D.C. would be a, a good place for him because they like anything that's Redskins. Um, other than, you know, a lot of people hate their name. Um, right, we got to put this up. Send, did you send this to the iBag Shelby? Yeah, it was up there already. Oh, it already was up. The gay player? No, not the fucking gay player. I'm, I'm talking about the uh, gay commercial. I think I saw it. I'll send it in again. They have it without you now. They go, they don't even need Shelby. Good work, Shelbo. You know what? Sally worries about you, and you don't worry about anybody else. I can't Sally get no love. She was just nominated for an Oscar last year. Look, she's 59 years old. She's probably 95 pounds soaking wet. She doesn't need this aggravation. You better call your mother after the show today. Promise me that you will. I guess got a lot of stuff to do. We'll see if I can fit that. You want me to start talking to her for you? I'm good. What makes you nervous about that? I'll find out some stuff. Maybe you weren't the best brother than Maxwell? We're all doing great. That's not convincing at all. How old's your brother? Who knows? Maybe 18, 19. Why are you being such a weirdo? Why do you act like you don't love your own family? Uh, Mike in Buffalo, you're on the Ronnie Fest show. Hang on, Ronnie B. I got to put this bong down for a second. Yeah, enjoy uh, yourself. You know this this uh, this football player. They can move him back to a linebacker. You know he played uh, he played defensive in a college, but that doesn't mean he's got to play there in the pros. They could also uh, make him a tight end. Uh, if he could turn into a good catcher. <laughs> he got us. We were really paying attention to him, too. I just hate the fact, imagine that, you know, you play one position your whole life, then you're going into the pros where everything's really crazy, and then you got to switch positions. So you're like, wait, tell me again, what does a linebacker do? What do I do when a pass? Jesus, kid, get it together. You're in the fucking game now, son. I never played linebacker before. I don't care. That's what you're here for. And then Fez said he wouldn't even get the tattoo until the guy starts. <laughs> it's a few seasons, man, if it ever happens. How many dinners do you know, Fez? 28. Let's do a thing where we do 28 days in a row. 
Another fucking three-star restaurant. I saw the Bobby Flay's opening up a place. Oh. It's his first. This is his biggest project in 10 years. I didn't know. Some of his restaurants have been run out of town. And he's just down in Bar Americane that, you know, we like, but it's not considered one of the great, you know, restaurants. Is that the Mesa Grill guy ran out? That's crazy. Yeah, Mesa Grill, they came in and quadded him out. Oh, my God. They said, look, if you want to stay here... Four times the rent. It's what happened all over the place in New York. It's insane when your fucking lease comes up. So, um, he's starting a new place. It's whatever fucking Spanish for cat is, Fez. Gato. Thank you. It's exactly what it is. It's Gato. Domiami Gato, Mr. Gato. I'm down. Did you ever go to Mesa Grill? Went to Mesa Grill, yeah. Mm. I liked it. Mm. <laughs> Not a fan. Mm. I ate at his place at Thanksgiving. It was pretty good. No, we couldn't go there because you were a plus too many. Right. Right. Why are you mad at him? <laughs> He's Maybe acting like I ripped him off by taking him to Thanksgiving dinner. You used him technically against your you family. I think it was mutual. Why wouldn't you just say thank you? Why don't you have a good relationship with your coworkers? What would that take? It would take them liking and respecting me. Ouch. At least I think they like you. I like Fez. I like you. Yeah. And I Let's leave it at like. Why they get to add respect? I, I respect Fez. I don't want your respect. Um. No. Nothing. Um, well, you know, not everybody's a bye-bye birdie fan. Uh, I'm going to talk to a, a, a football expert on this. Uh, I would talk to Jerry Barker, but he's hiding out so he doesn't have to pay off his bet. So we'll talk to the blowhard. Hey, blowhard. Hey, man. You know, I'm thinking about this gay guy, and I think it's just going to be hype for maybe a couple of months, and it's just going to fade away. And I'll tell you why. When Manti Teo was in the draft, people were saying, oh, he, this guy's poison. People are going to just mock this guy. and You don't hear his name anymore. Nope. He, he, you know, he, was, he was even starting for the Chargers. Uh, if the guy can play the game, people aren't going to give a shit. Look when the dog killer went to fucking Philly. You, you would everyone say, oh, my God, people are going to go crazy on him. Nope. You can beat your wife. You can drive, drunk drive. People just don't care. People want... They want those team colors to win. Right. If this guy gets on the field, you know, nobody's going to give a damn about sexuality. That That's just such a petty, this is just a media hype for the draft. And, you know, well, it's not a media hype. I mean, the kid did come out. But apparently, I guess he came out and no one on his team brought it up last year? Yeah, it came out last year before the season started at Missouri. But it didn't make the paper. Didn't make the papers, but he said he went to the Senior Bowl. And every and people that he didn't know knew about it and brought it up to him. That's why he decided to talk about it with the New York Times before the draft happened. Yeah, sure. Well, he's no yeah, Jack that's Robinson. the reason. Jackie Robinson had, like, <laughs> certainly has his paying attention to this kid before the draft happens. You know, he's no Jackie Robinson. Jackie Robinson had to deal with the death threats and every, everywhere he went, it was violence and, and threats and hatred. A lot of cities, and this guy is going to fit right in. Once he gets three, four sacks, people are going to say, 
Hey, you know, who cares? He can I think it'll take him years to get three, four I sacks. I hope the Jets draft him. I want to see the Jets. The Jets play, would be a perfect place for him. Perfect place in New York at Rex Ryan. This guy fits right in. And by the way, Ronnie, what do you think of Norway, huh? Huh? You watching those Olympics with uh, the Norwegians dominating something? I can't say enough about Norway during these Winter Olympics. Oh, all those women, man. Jesus. You must be so proud right now. Nah, it, 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 it's only... Uh, they dominate in certain things, like especially the um, biathlon when you go shoot. How come you don't feel any pride when Americans win? Oh, I root for the Americans like crazy, but... I told you, I, I thought that the American girl who skated to uh, the whole fucking shine on you crazy yeah, diamond... Floyd, yeah, like, that was great. I'm like, oh my God, she's amazing. Two seconds later, they put this little Russian 15-year-old girl who... I never saw anything like that in my life anywhere. It was mind-blowing. That fucking little It's girl. not even skating anymore. You know what I mean? Like yeah. skating like the old Dorothy Hamill, you know what I mean? Like the cute girl that's just gliding around. This is something else crazy. She's like a hey, gymnast you skater. Years ago when they, I don't know if it was an Olympic sport. Maybe it wasn't. But do you remember barrel jumping? No, it was never an Olympic sport. But never yeah, was. it used to be on the ABC uh, Wide World, Wide World of, sports. of Sports. For some reason, I always had this belief that maybe back in the 1940s, they were using that as an Olympic sport. Well, I mean, the problem with barrel jumping is that look how much more you have to jump to get over the next barrel. And like the triple jump, if you go a millimeter more, they know it, you know? Here, you got to go full barrel size. So I'm sure they got to like fucking 18 barrels, and that was the that was as much as a human could do. And the sport. To bring that back, that was great. That was... And those guys are really into it, and it just disappears. Look at what that girl's doing. This is impossible, what we're seeing. Oh, that 15-year-old? Yeah. Yeah, she was amazing. Cute little, cute little bug. Very limber. And doesn't have a smile for anybody. Just the stoic Russian face. Like, if that was American, she'd be pixie-growing it up, and not this kid. In her first run, they, like the commentators were shitting on her for not smiling enough. I got annoyed. Like, look, she's out there to crush. As much as I hate the commentators, nothing was worse with those guys talking all through the American fucking ceremony like they do during the Macy's Day Parade. I'm just like, shut up. This is a visual thing. We don't have to understand what each thing means, nor do we want your little jokes. Or, yes, by the way, we're smart enough to know that it's Russian propaganda. Yeah, we just want to see NBC cool shit. Edit some of it out. It was ridiculous. And then there's Peter the Great there, and he's a great Russian leader. Oh, I didn't even know that. This signifies the workers. Fun fact. Oh, what? The guy with the hard hat? Yeah, I guess that is the workers. They invented TV. Um, all right, thanks, dude. Here's Lou in Jersey. Hey, how you doing today, Ronnie? Yeah. Uh, I want to talk to you about the opening ceremonies. I don't know if you uh, chronologically uh, took the order of the Russian history, which they were trying to portray. Uh, I saw a bunch of floating horses, then dancing mushrooms. Kind of left out the last hundred years. Uh, you know, a lot of things happened in the last uh, century that Russia, yeah, I guess, wouldn't be too proud of. And uh, I was about... So what did you want to say? Fucking Stalin killing Jews? I mean, they're not going... Everybody's going to put their best face on. And here's the siege of Stalingrad, where six million people died. If American did one of those, they're not going to say, oh, and here we are hosing black people <laughs> who are trying to go to school. We found that burning bodies was better than burying them. All records uh, burn in fire. Oh, and look at this. This signifies the pedophilia that took place in the Catholic Church. <laughs> oh, here we are slaughtering Indians. And these uh, giant fireworks in the back represent uh, Hiroshima and Nagasaki. 
Oh, and these are the miners the that were trapped underground trying to get coal for us. Oh, here's some eight-year-old girls in a fire at the Triangle Shirt Factory. Is it Shirt Waste Factory? Is that it? Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for backing me up, Fez. Now I'm going to back you up against these two pricks. This girl's unbelievable. Crazy I'd ever seen. Though I think the skirt was a little too short. I felt very uncomfortable. Well, she has to keep it short so she can do all those things. While it's very impressive, she can't wear like a black leotard. Just there's just it's very uncomfortable to see such a young girl on the ice there. Stunning though. Stunning work. It's unbelievable. I mean she may be the greatest athlete of all time. She doesn't have any joints. She's she's just Look at that. This is impossible. I don't know how she even has the inner ear to do those things. But if I was Jim Brown, I would call up right now and say, Look, it's her, not me. Muhammad Ali should do the same thing. They should be fucking drug out in front and admit that this girl's a better athlete than them. <laughs> I almost said something that could have been taken the wrong way. Uh, let me just throw in a Joe Montana if I can. <laughs> Pete Rose. <laughs> Not Magic Johnson or Michael Jordan. Seriously, this girl's a better athlete than, than Michael Jordan. He looks like shit next to her. There's no way he can land his triple sow cow. No. If I was Michael Jordan, I'd look over at my trophy case and just fucking kick it in. <laughs> and scream out, these mean nothing. I can't dunk on ice. <laughs> right, people are writing shame on you, Hicks, for thinking about a miner's vagina. She's throwing it in our faces. Dude, I don't think you even want to go there. I saw a story over the weekend that a, a a young girl, like a high school girl, had texted, no, she put Twitter some selfies of herself naked, and she was arrested as a child pornographer. Yep, she got nailed. Hey. No, like for, for like, is it arrested? Chris, please. Not sex. But any time that you want to join in, don't. <laughs> because they're going to look, the jury would look at someone with your size head. <laughs> Talking about a minor and seriously want to kill you. I didn't know there was a correlation between head size and pedophilia. There's probably people in the other room right now with like ties and giant recording devices going, we got him. We right, got I'm going to stop again. Fez, you're not, you're not joining in. Concerned about you. Sorry about that. What's I going apologize. On? What's going on? Just thinking about before the show stuff and stuff that's not getting done and not getting done right. What do you care about that now? Now's the show. I know. That's what I keep telling myself. Instead of telling yourself, tell the audience. That's your job. You got to talk to the audience. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Every time I talk to Tim Sabian, he's like, get me some Fez on there. Got to hear my Fez. Loving the Fez. I talk to Wiki. Wiki goes, is there any way I could keep Chris Stanley's mouth fucking shut? Really? I go, hmm? What, what did, what did Wiki say? Look, what I the conversations between Mick, me and Wiki are just like Shelby and Sally. Those are left as a family matter. This is uncomfortable. Hard Rock Johnny doing his thing. What up, boys? Hey. Uh, Pep, if you want to talk to Wiki about some stuff, talk about wedding planning and stuff. You'd love that. That was a great wedding, wasn't it? It was. It was the best wedding we ever did here for Eastside Dave. 
except someone was a little underdressed that day, but we won't get into that. That's fast. I thought we were going on vacation right after the broadcast. I thought everyone was coming in vacation wear. You know that you just said gaycation and you didn't even realize it? No, I didn't. Yeah. Going away with Sam. What have you been up to, Johnny? Oh, you know, working, watching the Olympics. That was that little ice skating girl is insane. How do you even do that with your body? I, I, I didn't even know anything like this could happen. She's the greatest athlete in history. Uh, she looked, looks like she had to have had bones removed to be able to do some of the things that she did. Like, I don't, I don't understand it. Now, I was looking at a thing here, and I did this on my own. She's considered the number one athlete in history now. Who do you think they have as number two? This is a million-dollar question. Fez? I would say Bruce Jenner. Wrong. Babe Ruth. Jim Thorpe. All wrong. It turned out to be Bake McBride, the old uh, <laughs> outfielder for the Phillies. What? I better check. I think this is Philly.com that ran this. <laughs> but Bake McBride, number two. See what I did there? I got a little silly rather than be truthful, honest guy. Johnny, uh, your buddy John and I are email buddies. Yeah, I was, a little, I was a little upset about that last night, but I got over it. Why were you upset? I felt a little left out, but Look, I, I'm, I'm in now. So now You know what? You're John's friend, and that makes you my friend, okay? All right. I thought that we were friends, too. but Well, we know. are friends through another guy. I didn't know we had to have a buffer. Yeah. A buffer. He's, the, he's the straw that stirs the drink. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it gets a little awkward. Remember there was a Seinfeld about that when Jerry wasn't there? Uh, the other ones would feel a little weird. Because they needed Jerry. Like, I notice when I'm not here, you guys don't do any work, you know? So I'm the straw here. You are Jerry. Yeah, I'm your Jerry right now. I'm in a car having coffee. <laughs> you need a little car. Do yourself a favor. If you're going to do that, make sure you bring a black guy with you. Um, it came up for the fact that Jerry hasn't had enough black people on his show. Um he has so much fuck you money, you can't possibly tell him what to do. But this was also out today that the BBC, I don't know whether you're familiar with them, the BBC, well, you are, Johnny, you got to... I, I, I love that place. They said they can't have any more panel shows with just dudes on it. That all their panel shows are just guys talking and they got to start and put some chicks on there. And they said... And this was a very good point. I don't know how to do that. We're all gay. We live in England. <laughs> Fez, if I were you, I'd go straight to Eng England and you'd bust that fucking cherry finally. Because they're all gay there. Pop, pop. You can get used over there. Oh, yeah. So you like that little Russian girl, huh? I thought she was amazing. I mean, it was, I mean, you know, I, I'm, I don't know. Where, where do you stand on, you know, Summer Olympics, Winter Olympics, which do you prefer? Oh, it's not even close. The, the Summer Olympics are the Olympics. Mm -hmm. They're the ones that date back to ancient Greece. Yeah, no, I would I would agree. And the I, Winter I Olympics is a made-up thing, and it's, you know, something to do. I didn't realize it was only the 22nd Winter Olympics. I thought it went back further than just 80 years. I thought it was also, like, pretty old. No. Mm-mm. 
Who do you have? Like, I want to check out, like, how did that even start? Like, a bunch of guys sitting around and said, let's just do another Olympics. Yeah, probably the Olympic Committee said, uh, yeah. you know, we ought to do something for the skiers. And the skiers were probably going like this. What about us? But I, even the Olympics <laughs> coming back in modern times is not, you know. I mean, we say it goes back to ancient Greece, but they took off, like, 1,800 fucking years, you know. There was a long lull where nothing was happening. And then, boom, it's picking up strong again. And I, I was, like, looking when the um, when the Russians did that opening night and then finally lit the giant clitoris. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> I wonder what the ancient Greeks... The, the, I mean, they would think that this was the nuttiest thing in the world. They'd be like, what the fuck are you guys doing? We just show up, we throw some spears, we wrestle, everybody goes home. Why are you guys not doing this naked? We uh Oh yeah. They used to do it balls out. I I do have to say that the to for me the highlight was the the guy who won the uh the gold medal in the uh with on the snowboarding on on was that Thursday or Saturday night? Uh huh. And just there there's such it's just everybody looks like they just are so stoned in that event. It's amazing. Yeah, it's a stoner event. It's the safe, guy baby. who won the guy who won the gold medal two days prior tweeted out a picture of five onion rings on a plate in the cafeteria and said, Look, Olympic onion rings. Right. <laughs> That's what every Someone has to does. say to him, This is the Olympic games, not the X games. <laughs> Fucking pull your shit together, son. Uh, here's another thing I saw about the Olympics and it's so this is the power T V. The ugly Christmas sweaters that our Olympians wear have sold out, and now they're bootlegging them for like three thousand dollars on eBay. They had the get the hell out. Yeah, they and they all they had the Olympic ring with the you know the four rings and the snowflake. Those things were online within twelve hours. They were selling those. The four rings and the snowflake. (laughs) Asterisk is what they're calling it. I thought everybody (laughs) blew that a little out of proportion. If I'm going to be totally honest, (laughs) Russian TV didn't even show it. Good. They just like went to a, a previous shot of like a rehearsal. There's just Russians going, Where did we get this money? We've we've been living like fucking without toilet paper for fifty years. And now we can have a flaming clitoris. <laughs> I, I t- and and the Twitter world is just you know, whether it's Sochi fails or or Sochi problems or some of the reporters are just doing some amazing coverage of how bad it is there. Yeah, they showed the guy that had to knock uh, his own door. Well, he didn't knock it down. He actually chewed through it like a rat. <laughs> yeah, he made a giant hole in it. It's not even that impressive. If you look at the picture, the door is cardboard. This whole fucking thing is paper mache. <laughs> well, let's see you break through some paper mache. I saw you on your fucking birthday. You actually had to pull out a fucking knife and start stabbing a pinata, you drunk prick. <laughs> that pinata had it coming. You know what? That was your last good day, and you were drunk. I'm going to put you back into another drinking show. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, can I come for that one? Yeah. That was fun. Yeah, you, you and Bark had to take the knife off him. I don't even remember that. <laughs> they actually <laughs> took the knife off you and then started to pass it down. It was very yeah. fucking funny. Like they yeah, were passing it away from you. Yeah. Like enabling chicks. <laughs> that knife is good to me. <laughs> uh, you know what? I would use this. I'm looking at the bathroom door with the big hole in it. And just say, I took a monster shit. That would be my <laughs> meme. <laughs> um, but it's really fucking crazy to me that people focus on the negative 
in these things rather than the positive. I mean, remember before, everybody was petrified that it was going to be some awful terrorism thing. So far, uh, Stalin willing, it's going nice. <laughs> Everyone seems pretty happy over yeah, there. Yeah, they're doing a good job. There was, was there some guy try to hijack a plane and bring it to Sochi though? Yeah, he was just drunk. He was oh, okay. drunk in a in a he was drunk in a hockey sweater, as they call it. He was just a drunk guy wearing a hockey sweater and said he wanted to go to Sochi. When does That's hockey it. start? Today, I think the men's the, the women started yesterday, and then the men I believe starts today. Probably they're playing probably right now. The Americans. What fucking? What are we doing with our TVs here, Chris? Is it live here? It's live right now, yes. And we're, uh, what are they, nine hours ahead. So it's it's actually pretty much over at this point there because it's 9 p.m. So there was definitely men's hockey today. I can't wait for the America, U.S., the USA girls against the Canadian girls to see if the rivalry of the... Oh, Rumble yeah, they were, they're crazy with each other. They've been brawling, which you never see brawling in girls' hockey. Yeah. Or Olympic hockey, for that matter. They despise each other. I think the women just played today. I think the real hockey starts tonight. All right, someone days. said one of our listeners is at the hockey game. Maybe they can tweet us or whatever. But this thing has been an amazing success, and one reason, and one reason only, Vlad Putin. Vlad Putin has done it all. Did you see the piece that's up on the bank today with Macho Vlad Putin? <laughs> love that guy with his shirt off. Gotta love him. Gotta love him. He's truly a leader of a country. He doesn't take shit from nobody. No, he gives shit. <laughs> but you know why? He's in such great physical shape. There he is. He just killed a fucking polar bear. There he is flying a jet fighter. Uh, he's doing the butterfly swim. Hang gliding. Uh, scoring in hockey. There he is in a Formula One race car. He can do it all. Uh, he killed a tiger, I believe, with his bare hands in this one. <laughs> there he went and, and found some ancient uh, things in the ocean that have fallen there. And there he is, bare-chested, riding around on his fucking horse, Macho Vlad Putin. He loves taking that shirt off. <laughs> but how would he do in the gay bars? Seriously. He, he would be huge in the gay bars. <laughs> What is it, the anti-gay thing that works so well? Well, maybe not his attitude, <laughs> but if you're looking at those shirtless shots, yeah, Vlad Putin, if he wanted to, he would be going home with a guy out of the gay bars every single night. I think everybody does that at the gay bar. He would have no trouble hooking up, just reeks of the manliness, the macho-ness. All right, so this was just sent to us. Uh, from Blood Clot wants to know, is he the Russian Marlboro Man or the Russian Chuck Norris? Well, he's neither. He's macho Vlad Putin. Macho Vlad Putin. Who doesn't fucking dig him? I love macho Vlad Putin. You know what I'm thinking? What's that? I gotta do a spot here, and we come back, maybe we get a hashtag going. Uh, for macho Vlad Putin. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin at Ron and Fez SXM. Say it again, Fez. At Ron and Fez SXM. So all together now. 
at Ron and Fez SXM, hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. So does it have to go at first or the hashtag Macho Vlad Putin? Uh, do the at first, at Ron and Fez SXM, and then hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. All right, we'll come back and we'll get involved with this. Fezzy, find me a big prize. Buy me a cool prize. What do you got? I got Planet of the Apes signed by Mark Wahlberg. Okay, Mark Wahlberg. You're not going to beat that. Talking a little about the machismo. How would he do in the gay bars? He would do great. How just would, on looks alone, he would do great. Yes, just on looks alone. That's what I was thinking. How would anyone with a cock do in the gay bar? <laughs> Pretty well for themselves, right? All right, when we come back. Uh, first of the new year, we'll get a hashtag contest going on hashtag um, Macho Vlad Putin. We'll pick that up or give us a call with yours. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. What's one of you, what, if you were doing this right now, Fez, what would yours be? He can slam a revolving door. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Oh, that's pretty fucking strong. Chris Stanley. He's got a new 15-year-old Gold medal winning girlfriend, hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Shelby. He's got a grizzly bear carpet in the room. The bear isn't dead, just afraid to move. That's fucking strong. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. I hate to say this. I'm giving Shelby first round. I'm giving Shelby first round. You want the uh, Planet of the Apes? Absolutely. Yeah, you can't have it. God damn. You don't get it. Uh, give us a call. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ for hashtag Vlad Putin. Uh, or just go on Twitter and it's uh, hashtag Vlad Putin. Uh, we'll be right back to get this thing started. It's the Ron and Fez Show. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. Comedy hits. All right. It's the Ron and Fez show. And the call is out for the best callers in radio. It's hashtag macho Vlad Putin. Hashtag macho Vlad Putin. If you want to pick up this for the prize, Fez, explain how that happens. You go to Twitter, at Ron and Fez SXM, and put in your line about Macho Vlad Putin with the hashtag, hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. It's at Ron and Fez XXM, and hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. I'll just read off some of these. They're already starting, and we need you to give us a call. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. And if we want to get this thing up and running, make sure... Uh, you get your hashtag up and favorite some of the other ones. Favorite some of the ones that you really dig. Uh, I'll read off some of these quickly. Um, in Russia, shirt wear you. Hashtag macho Vlad Putin. He can ride bears and you can't. Hashtag macho Vlad Putin. Sochi, I fucked her. Hashtag macho Vlad Putin. Fuck Chuck Norris. He was killed by hashtag macho Vlad Putin. Before Chuck Norris goes to sleep, he checks under the bed for hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Uh, I must break you, hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. He's the real reason Michael Sam is gay, hashtag Vlad, Macho Vlad Putin. He watches women's hockey, hashtag 
macho Vlad Putin. He has muscles in places other leaders don't even have places. Hashtag macho Vlad Putin. Steals Super Bowl rings and he couldn't care less. Hashtag macho Vlad Putin. He puts out fires with gasoline. Hashtag macho Vlad Putin. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Time to get the hashtag game going and Fez tell them what's on the line. This is Planet of the Apes on DVD signed by Mark Wahlberg. The, the, get the plug. At Ron and Fez SXM. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Chris in New Jersey. His tears are the cure for cancer, but he has never cried. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Brock in Alabama. The giant flaming clitoris was modeled in proportion to his cock. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Rob in Florida. Yeah, Chuck Norris mows his lawn. Hashtag Macho <laughs> Vlad Putin. Mike in Kansas. Yeah, he, he kind of is a murderer. He kills people. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Bob in Ohio. He was put out a truck and his truck is now known as Optimus Prime. Hashtag Macho Van Putin. Uh, Kevin in South Carolina. No homolithics. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Looking for those best callers in radio. And let's get the Twitter hashtag contest going. It's uh, up on the... Well, it's up on Twitter right now. Let's uh, read some of these. Um, hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. He, rep he reprimands gays for making straight jokes. They say he has a Kremlin in his pants. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. He uses the fifth Olympic ring on his cock. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Uh, has a Super Bowl ring and he's never played Super Bowl uh, football. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Vodka gets drunk off of him. Macho Vlad Putin has be has become the second gay player to enter the NFL draft. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. He carved out. The bobsled track by hand. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. He doesn't let Pussy Riot. He crushes it again and again and again. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. You can put these up on Twitter or give us a call at 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Let's hear from some of the best callers in radio. Don, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Don, how about this one? Booty in the booty. Hashtag Macho Van Fez. Uh, Darren, you're on the Ron and Fez show. He gives his guardian angel support. Hashtag Macho Black Putin. Doug in Boston. Yes, I am man who fucked up opening ceremonies. Must go to Siberia because I'm frightened of hashtag Vlad Putin. Jim in Tampa. How much is that doggy in the flam, flam, flam? Hashtag Macho Man Putin. John, John, uh, what do you got for me? 
when they opened up the glove compartment of the spaceship in Area 57, Putin's address was in there. Marco Tag Van Putin. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Let's get this thing up and running. Looking for the best callers in radio and, of course, the best people on the Internet with hashtag macho Vlad Putin. Um, he doesn't need American blue jeans. He makes them uh, his own and calls them hashtag macho Vlad Putin. Freshly squeezed vodka from potatoes, hashtag macho Vlad Putin. The greatest intercontinental champion of all time. Oh, yeah. Dig it. Hashtag macho Vlad Putin. Oh, yeah. Viagra and Cialis are made from his sweat. Hashtag macho Vlad Putin. He doesn't tolerate the standalone fruit hashtag macho Vlad Putin um, in Russia all wars are cold hashtag macho Vlad Putin demonstrated the, the luge on a real human skeleton hashtag macho Vlad Putin he verified Twitter hashtag macho Vlad Putin he could win the Winter Olympics all by himself, but said, let the children play. It will amuse me. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. In Russia, whites only is considered all-inclusive. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Is always shirtless in Sochi. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Only cockroaches and Putin can survive a nuclear bomb, but the roaches won't survive. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Let's get back to the best callers in radio. Tom in Albany, what do you got? Gee, tongue punch, you're balloon Hashtag Vlad uh, Putin. Bill in North Carolina. Even fans Wally was like a Russian sickle in his ass. Hashtag fag a Brent, Brent, what do you got? Texting in all orifices at the Pete House in Orlando. Hashtag macho Vlad Putin. Mitch, Mitch, what do you got? He beat Drago before Rocky did. Hashtag macho Vlad Putin. Eric in Kentucky. Now who else wants to fuck with Hollywood Cole? Hashtag macho Vlad Putin. Chris in New Jersey. Does Captain say cookie? Hashtag macho Vladimir Putin. Scott in Tennessee. He shot and killed three caribou with his load. Hashtag macho Vlad Putin. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Shelby, let's get another one from you, dude. He can cut scissors with paper. Macho. Hashtag macho Vlad Putin. That's not bad. Uh, Hicks, what do you got? He turns coal into diamonds with his eyes. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. And Fez Watley, give me one. At sleepovers, he plays Dare and Dare. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Calling on the best callers on radio. And let's keep this Twitter contest going. Um... He saved a matchbook from the first time he met another man. 
and <laughs> it didn't come off the least bit gay. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Um, let me keep going along here. Plans to run for God unopposed after the Olympics. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Uh, you'll get your fifth ring the same time I give back the Super Bowl ring. Macho Vlad Putin. Fuck Mrs. Elizabeth before Randy. Macho Vlad Putin. Oh, they're both gone now. Uh, his sweat is bottled and sold as the purest vodka. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. He makes being sent to the Russian front a fun thing. Macho Vlad Putin. Doorknobs are for pussies. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. He is Father Russia. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. The south side of Sochi is the baddest part of town. And if you go down there, you better just beware of hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. He orders his steak alive. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. He makes microwave popcorn by taking it to Chernobyl. Hashtag <laughs> Macho Vlad Putin. Who put that ugly red mark on Gorbachev's head? Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. I have to admit, the Twitterverse is kicking the shit out of the best callers in radio, as well as the Ron and Fez staff. Let's head on over here to Bob in New Jersey. What do you got? Vladimir Putin fucks guys, not because he's gay, but because, because he's run out of women. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Tyler in Wildwood, what do you got? He goes bear hunting with a rolled up newspaper. Hashtag. Uh, Graham, you're on the Ron and Fez show. <laughs> He personally opens the first event of the Russia Special Olympics, the Firing Squad. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Mark in New Jersey. Whatever he fucks, he destroys. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Jeff in Washington. Chuck Norris thought he was cool until he met. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Sam in Poughkeepsie. No shirt, no homo, no problem. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Bob in Illinois. I tell the fake up you mess with and they listen. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Mike in New York. Here's Danny in Texas. Danny in Texas. Yeah. Yeah, stick it up your ass to Obama's great big boner. Hashtag Macho Glad Putin. Nicole in California. When water splashes his eyes, the water gets infected. What hashtag Macho Van Putin. Uh Scotty in Florida. Hashtag Macho Van Putin. Oh, my my room is barren. Oh, my room is barren. What am I gonna do? Craig in Long Island. Because he's secretly Zengi from Free Fighter. Hashtag Macho Van Flute. Bob in New Jersey. Vladimir Putin pranks calls the radio shark. Hashtag Macho <laughs> Vlad Putin. But Tony in New York. They serve his sperm as caviar. Hashtag Macho Van Putin. 
866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Let's go back and see how Twitter's doing with this. Remember, get your hashtag Macho Vlad Putin up there and also favorite some of the other ones. Uh, Macho, hashtag Macho Vlad Putin's dick has its own dick. And that dick is bigger than yours. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's drinks water, then pisses vodka. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Uh, he blocked the bridge to New Jersey. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Um, he once fell off a cliff and landed on the top. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. We're uh, now trending in the U.S. Actually, yeah! on Twitter. Yeah! All right, there's the Twitterverse. Yeah! We are trending in the United States of America. Keep it going. Send this out to your friends. Pump it around. Took no time at all to get the trend up. Keep me up to date on that, Shelby. Eight six six Ron Zero Fez. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. And it's at Ron and Fez, SXM on Twitter. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Can make his cat say cookie cookie. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Uh, he holidays in North Korea by himself. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Only jerks off to his own mirror. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Thought the Cold War was rather warm. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Plays every position on the Russian hockey team simultaneously. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Let's get back to the best callers in radio and keep that pumping. I mean, we're trending in the U.S. Let's trend in the world if we can pull it off. Uh, Nick. Nick, you're on the Ron and Fez show. You never throw rocks at men with machine guns. Scott, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Scott. He gargles with toenails and still has minty fresh breath. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Jeffrey in Minnesota. I used a whole roll of toilet paper dropping a hashtag Macho Van Putin. Dave, Dave and in Columbus. He can cater better than Riviera John. Hashtag Matcha Vlad Putin. Riviera John, now I'm starving. Look, you're on the Running Fetish show. He robs fools and has a 10-inch penis. Hashtag Macho Black Putin. Jim in Alabama. He vacations in Area 51 and Area 57. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Uh, cute in Savannah. Superman wears Vladimir Putin pajamas to bed. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Bob in Union. He gives Obama purple nurples on the daily. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. TJ, what do you got for me, buddy? Crash through shower doors. All the rage in Putin's presidential matching. Hashtag Macho Man Putin. Pat in Long Island. People in Colombia snort his dandruff. Macho. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Bob in West Virginia. He puts himself in danger for your entertainment. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Steve in Long Island. 
voted most likely in KGB school to get rocked Moose and Squirrel. Well, Macho Man Von Putin. Willie, Willie and DC. Spawned eight children on television. Hashtag Richard Van Patten. John in Miami. Only Russian dressing could make me more appetizing. Hashtag Macho Van Putin. Mike in Alaska. Dino in Atlanta. Here's Craig. Craig, what do you got? Yeah, I got uh, You don't win a medal, you're getting sent to the gulag. Hashtag Macho Brad Putin. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. I got to tell you the truth. I think Twitter stomping the shit out of the callers today. The best callers in radio... Uh, keep calling him Macho Brad Putin or Vlam Putin or some shitty fucking thing. I didn't realize that this was a tongue twister. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. I'm going to jump back into the Twitterverse. You keeping an eye on things, Shelby? Keeping an eye on How are we doing? Trending in the U.S.? 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Um... Who drinks plutonium with breakfast? Macho Vlad Putin. Um, hashtag Macho Vlad Putin smokes British cigarettes. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. The only man at Millie Hatchet couldn't break. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Wipes his ass with a hammer and sickle. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Um... Swims through land, hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. What you see as the luge, he sees as the flashlight, Macho Vlad Putin. Autobiography is called the Newer Testament, hashtag Vlad Putin. Gave himself a blowjob, made you swallow, hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Putin replaced Leno, Letterman, and Kimmel all at the same time. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. He makes other world's um, leaders watch. Hashtag cuck. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Um, had an orgy and there were no survivors. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Was trending before trending was a word. Hashtag Macho Van Putin. Our, Shelby, are we, did we fall off the trend? Right after I announced it, we fell off, but now we're trending again. All right, make sure you get a picture of that for me. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, here is Tom in Houston. Take on the Twitterverse, Tom. He shits rockets like an angry missile silo. Hashtag macho Vlad Putin. Craig in, La in Rhode Island. He raised Stalin from the dead and kept him as a puppy dog. Hashtag macho bad you. James in Lafayette. Uses a fresh baby polar bear as a condom every time. Macho Van Putin. Kim in West Virginia. I'm going to tie you up and eat you, my little pretty. Hashtag macho bad Putin. Marco in Arkansas. Let's go to Greg in Chicago. 
The Sochi area was a prairie until one man took a shit. Hashtag macho Vlad Putin. Kyle in Kansas. Hey, we've got Tom York on his figure skating team. Hashtag macho Vlad Putin. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, got this to trending in the U.S. Trending in the U.S., uh, he can fix smoke detectors. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Just purchase Michael Sam's old closet. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. His machine gun sound can make women come. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. He destroyed the Continental Land Bridge for a new place to swim. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Um... I saw a vid of hashtag macho Vlad Putin fucking my wife, and it was glorious. Goes to confession and makes the priest say a hundred Hail Marys. Hashtag macho Vlad Putin. He just purchased uh, Michael Sam's old closet. Hashtag macho Vlad Putin. This Michael Sam has got more of a pop than I thought he did. Um... Let's go back here to Dave. Dave, Indian Rocks Beach. Hey, Davey. The ice is melting. Fuck Goliath, I will save you. Hashtag macho Vlad Putin. Bob and Union. He takes Shelby to Thanksgiving dinner and people still think he's straight. Hashtag macho Vlad Putin. Uh, Chris, Indiana. He exiled uh, Yakov Shigurinov to Missouri. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Cigar Sid. If you walk outside, you can see hashtag Macho Vlad Putin from your house. Adam in Toronto. He launched Sputnik with a nice crispy spiral. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Darren. Defeated hell and rose from the dead in two days. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Frank in Albany. His semen is number 116 on the periodic table of elements. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Joey, Long Island. His Trans-Siberian cock is harder than Chinese math. Hashtag Vlad Putin. Ty, Ty, you're on the run of Fez show. He was able to change his name legally to Van Putin for six hours to help run and Fez callers. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Matt in Missouri. He summers in Siberia. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Andy in Cleveland. Sometimes I let pet tigers ride me instead. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. I got to tell you the truth. I think Twitter is beating the callers today. They're killing it. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. Uh, it's, uh, the, the colors are struggling with the tongue twister turning out to be macho Vlad Putin. Um, Twitter, on the other hand, just crushing. Gets guns and roses to start on time. Hashtag macho Vlad Putin. He'll take Fezzi's flower without asking. Hashtag macho Vlad Putin. Who the fuck is Hulk Hogan? Macho Vlad Putin. Doesn't catch cold. The cold catches hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Can see Sarah Palin from his house. Macho Vlad Putin. 
Mona Lisa was really smiling at. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Cover Sochi with 12 inches of powder each morning with one shot of his jizz. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Um, pride the gun from Heston's cold dead hand. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. He doesn't do push-ups. He does earth downs. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Shelby, you got an update for me? Still trending in the U.S., trying to trend worldwide still. Yeah, I don't think we're going to pull off a worldwide today. But if we trend in the U.S., that's pretty goddamn good. That's pretty goddamn good. Not many people or shows can say they did that. I don't I don't need you to play up to me. I'm just fucking pointing out, you know, the fucking... The point of this is the trending audience has come through. The Twitter audience is coming through. I'm worried about some of these uh, these callers, though. They Correct. might be losing their title as the best callers in radio. Mike in Atlanta, what do you got? The most interesting man in the world is his butler. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Bob in Boston. I think your sister was on date, slit her throat, and fuck it like your mother's gun. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Aaron in Louisiana. Chris, you suck. Macho Vlad Putin. Matt in Atlanta. Pete, North Carolina. Yeah, he... He bangs gay athletes straight at hashtag Macho Van Putin. Louie in Oklahoma. Uh, here's Chris in New Jersey. We'll be replacing Fez in April. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Rich in Illinois. Don Cumia loved him. Macho. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Uh, Jim in Long Island. He doesn't flush the toilet. He scares the shit out of it. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Um, here's Mike in Queens. He put the metal in the Iron Curtain. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Uh, let's go over here to Dave in Columbus. The Iron Sheik is my illegitimate son. Hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Oh, very, very strong. And really, you've got to say to yourself, a lot of this has to do with the macho man himself. Macho man, this is coming straight at you! All right, gang, great job today. Very, very strong. Trended in the United States of America with hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. Uh, going to break here. Coming up, Shelby's got a special guest. It's comedian Rory Scovel. Oh, Whoa. you're already saying, even before he arrives, huh? Strong. Strong. I thought we were going to wait and be surprised as he came in. Well, you know, uh, I'm a big fan of his from his TV show. Was it called Ground Floor? Yeah, Grounded? Ground Floor on TBS. TBS, and like he is the the breakaway star, and I hate to say that because 
you know, there's a lot of other talented people. Scene stealer. He's a scene stealer. He gets all the big jokes. Uh, we'll break here. We'll be right back. And you guys can keep that um, hashtag going. It's the Ron Fez Show. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. Serious XM Comedy Hits. Channel 99. All right. Well, that was that last bit we did. We found out trend at number one in the U.S. today, which does nothing for anyone. But you could say we had the number one trend in Twitter. But this is even more impressive. Roy Scovel has come in to see us today. <laughs> I disagree. That trend is the best. That's the best. When you trend number one, you're like, okay, well, you know, yeah. we can send it off to our bosses and say, look, we don't get Arbitron ratings. But look, you have this trend. But I'm not kidding when I say... I fucking mark out for your TV show. <laughs> awesome. Seriously. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, and that made me go looking. See, this is the weird thing. You've been doing comedy for how long? Uh, to, coming up on 10 years. It's always the weirdest thing because you hear about people, then you don't, you know. But for that, I'm like, hey, this guy's great. And everyone's like, fuck, he's been around forever. He's <laughs> killing. But isn't it weird how you can miss each other? Oh, I think uh, I think that definitely happens all the time, for yeah. sure. Especially, I mean, because it's kind of like music. I mean, if there's somebody that somebody recommends to you that you've never heard of and they haven't really been, like, discovered or they're not doing something bigger, mm -hmm. then you might find them. But I, I'd, I'd say for the most part, you don't really discover anybody really in stand-up uh, until there's like something that happens that unfortunately is kind of unrelated to stand up, and then you figure. And then out. you're like, and then you go backwards and you go through YouTube. And you're like, oh, all right, I got all this shit. Yeah, yeah. You're calling your chick and your kid in from the other room. Come and see this. <laughs> I, it's the guy I told you I love. He's great. But seriously, uh, this show is so perfect for you, man. I love it. I really love it. Uh, it's my first time doing like, and I, I was on uh, Bo Burnham's uh, Zach Stone is going to be famous mm -hmm. show on MTV, which is unfortunately just one season. But on that show, he was letting me just kind of be a weirdo. So as soon as right. I got this gig on ground floor, it was like, well, I've I've already got a little experience in being the weirdo. I can totally well, totally handle that. Uh, I was telling John McGinley when he came in that it's so hard to make a fucking pilot work. That pilot must have had 15 voices on it the first episode, just boom, boom, boom. And then you're like, but these are real jokes at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it started to tighten up, too. I think like any show, uh, yeah. and that's why I love that we're on TBS. They show the support. You can tell they like the show. Right. So after like four episodes or so, the show really started to tighten up, and we started to figure out where are the jokes, uh, yeah. who who should be set up in what way, what, who the characters are, and the cast. Like We started having so much more fun the further along we went too, and I think it shows. Kind of well, it's that. perfect for you, yeah. man, because you get to be the sniper. I mean, literally, <laughs> do you even have a setup joke, or you just come in, yeah, they, boom, they, laugh, line, laugh? They they write out some great stuff, but mm. usually around the third or fourth take, if they feel like we kind of got it, they'll let mm -hmm. me uh, loosen up a little bit, which I I really like, because by then, I really decide to just turn it up to a 10 and go really big, and then they uh -huh. usually end up using that. Not that I'm improvising anything different than what was written. Right. I just perform it like, ah, oh, now we can loosen up and do it a little bit bigger. Has this changed for you in the clubs yet? Are you getting that? 
I think there's a, maybe there's a little more attention, maybe yeah. more clubs that maybe a little bit more of a demand. Nothing crazy. I haven't seen like a huge spike in like uh, ticket sales because I think there's a lot of people that see if they do see ground floor and they don't know I'm a stand up. I still don't think they necessarily know that I do right. stand up. So it's kind of which is kind of good uh, to still have people that do come out to the stand up shows knowing what my stand-up is and kind of wanting to come see it. I There's a little bit of a fear in me, people that just see me as Harvard if they came up to a stand-up show. It's <laughs> yeah. like, well, now I'm going to talk about religion and politics. Yeah. And <laughs> I remember when, like, Jerry's show took off, people would yell, where's Kramer at him? And it would really <laughs> right, fucking, yeah. like, what? Yeah. Yeah. And you're like, uh, well, this isn't the show. Right. I'm doing stand-up, <laughs> which I've been doing. We're real people here. <laughs> yeah. I crafted this uh, specifically. <laughs> Yeah, so that Kramer could pop out. <laughs> Kramer pops out at any second. And they would be just as happy if people from the show just showed up places. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a, I mean, that's such a fear in stand-up comedy because you work at it for, you know, it's it's going on 10 years now for me. So you, you are like, well, if anyone does come out because they like Ground Floor, you're like, well, I hope they come out knowing that I'm not that guy or I don't do that. Comedy think, will never have that respect. You know <laughs> no, what I mean? It no, no, no. You could be the greatest comedian in the world <laughs> and someone who just happened to be on TV mm -hmm. was across the street and you will get crushed by him because they see someone from the shiny box. Yeah. I feel like there maybe have been people that came out to see stand-up just because I did the Nissan commercial. And they're like, you're the <laughs> Nissan guy. He Honey? wanted to come down and see you sell some <laughs> Nissans. Honey, the <laughs> Nissan guy's in town now. We um, gotta go see him. But, but it's really weird when you get away from either coast where the TV thing is more exciting to people. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you, there's certain places that you go to, it, it really, cause it blows my mind after a show if anyone even wants to take a picture or, or, hang, something out. Signed yeah. or hang out because in my head I'm like I don't all right <laughs> I don't think this is worth anything it's yeah. okay but it, it is it is kind of weird to see that people do genuinely get excited I'm super appreciative of people wanting that but yeah you know for me uh in my head it's like all right if you want a picture I don't know who you're showing this to but, what are you right. going to do that with yeah. this now here's where we went the other night who's that guy in the photo oh that's who we went to see is that your brother the person you've never heard of um you You've just put out an album, yeah, and it's yeah, yeah. literally an album. Yeah, it's a vinyl on uh, Jack White's uh, Third Man Records, which is crazy uh, label, super crazy. Uh, yeah, I'm going to shoot a special in a couple weeks, mm -hmm. uh, and a lot of the material that's on the album, some of it's going to be in the special. So I kind of wanted to, since I'm going to be doing some stuff that's on both, I didn't want to have it in too many plays. You know, you ever want to <laughs> oversaturate? Like someone had, if someone had a CD and a right. vinyl, and then these all the special, like, well, I guess these are all the jokes he has. <laughs> so there's a part of me that's like, yeah, let's just put it on vinyl, and if people want it, they'll they'll find it but if not they'll see the special i remember doing that before too of like buying the you know album after seeing the special and finding out it's pretty goddamn close a lot of times i mean especially yeah. if you're doing them pretty pretty close i'd say within a year within a certain amount of months yeah trying to turn over stuff it takes so long and with the show like i stopped for like three months going on the road and then as soon as we wrapped in november i went right back on the road so now what i'm doing now is kind of well, a little bit of what I was doing before, but now, like, just trying to cram the hour together going into shooting this special. <laughs> it's really the worst preparation uh, ever. Where are you doing this special at? Uh, Charleston, South Carolina. I'm going to oh. do it at a place called uh, the Wolf Street Playhouse, 21st and 22nd of February. Is that where you're from? Uh, I'm from South Carolina, Greenville, yeah. but uh, I've done a lot of shows in Charleston. 
And uh, there's just something about Charleston. I thought it'd be fun to go go to the South to do these religious jokes as opposed to <laughs> booking it in a city where you're kind of already preaching to the choir. You grew up in the South and... Different than the rest of the country, or are we all the same now? I think it's kind. Of, I think we're all kind of the same. Yeah. I mean, I, I used to have a joke about the racism. There, there is racism everywhere in the South. They never learned how to whisper. Everyone else is still. <laughs> there's really no different. There's some things culturally, but it's not like, it's not insane. Like you kind of would believe. Right. <laughs> like, because, do you guys have TV? <laughs> yeah. Because of the internet. Anything that used to be hip is just out there immediately now. Right. You know? Yeah. So it used to be, oh, kids on the Lower East Side dressed a certain way, and a couple years later, fashion would catch up. But now, you know, they put it on Instagram, and then right away... It's one minute. Yeah, it's some one minute kid in Oklahoma is going to go, all right, I'm going to do that with my shirt, too. Yeah. To me, it's kind of... it's. I think it's kind of a good and bad thing, that mm -hmm. kind of thing, because then you think people may be attached to... Things that are insignificant or shallow because it spreads so quickly. But also, it kind of does catch the whole country up to, like, one level. Like, speed. all right, we're all moving forward. Let's right. keep going. Like, anything on uh, anyone being held accountable on, like, you know, sexist or racist remarks or homophobic remarks, like... Now you're kind of held accountable for your opinion if That's it second. if it is if it's said in a hateful way. You know right. what I mean? If it's not a joke is a joke, but like you know, if someone says something, it's like, oh well, now the world is gonna know. I mean, this whole Chris Christie thing is kind of it's kind of interesting to be like, well, I don't know if he you know fucked with the traffic or not, but it's interesting to know that in this day and age, we all get to know instantly. Oh, something might be up, right? <laughs> you know. But see, what's always in, what's funny about that is people in in Jersey where he's from, they've always expected that they're mm -hmm. like yes that's how you get shit done <laughs> right, yeah. you know what i mean <laughs> so you know like, that's true you, he's like yeah. this is just monday what are <laughs> yeah. you getting in trouble for monday yeah like okay well then i'm gonna send a bunch of guys over there with fucking uh, shovels and beat the shit out of you so we knew that but we didn't necessarily want to see it yeah. everywhere yeah you didn't want to know about yeah. it yeah you yeah. know and it was always that thing of hold the neighborhood and everyone knew like what hold the neighborhood means but you don't want to say it out loud right yeah yeah well you don't want it in an email that's why, <laughs> right. as soon as it's emailed, yeah. like, oh, shit. That's why I always <laughs> even say to an apology, say, look, I want to sit down and talk to you. Not here's my apology in the email, because oh, right. it stays yeah, yeah, yeah. forever. Yeah, yeah. Face-to-face, -face, yeah, in a face diner, fedora's on, yeah. kind of, a lot of shadows sit in a dark corner, dark booth. And then you can <laughs> deny it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Later, you're like, Rory's fucking lying. I don't know why you would bring that up, but if I send you the email... Boom. It's, it is, a, it's a tattoo. It is interesting to know now that if there's any traffic anywhere, you can just immediately be like, all right, something's up. Something's yeah. going on in the government. Why is this traffic happening? Well, I had said this. I had never blamed traffic on a local mayor. Like, they try, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I would never think to myself, what the hell's the mayor doing here? Right, smoking crack. The mayors are just smoking crack. That's <laughs> right. all they're doing. When uh, they screwed up the traffic. No, he's high. No one... <laughs> this is, li like, because of what's going on with Christy Rob Ford, it is the first time I think I could be involved in politics. Yeah. Like, I thought by high school, I'd fucked it up. Yeah. I wasn't ever going to be accepted. It's, that's they're kind of a uh, they're kind of a hey look at us anybody can do this if Anyone you really can. want to do this yeah. you can do it forget your drug record forget your police reports <laughs> get in here and run for office you can do this at what point did you think in your life did you think you were unelectable you know like there would be enough to come out that you would have to say I'm dropping out of the fucking race eighth grade eighth grade <laughs> <laughs> failed got an F on a report card I was like well that's it I'll never be president.
Did you uh, take school seriously at all? Or? No, yeah, I was a neither. horrible student. Yeah. Uh, and I thought uh, all through high school and, and college that it was because I was stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is weird to be like, well, I just wasn't interested. But the more that I look back now, I'm like, I don't I don't know if I was stupid. I think I was really immature. I think I was right. way behind on everybody in my class in like being mature and disciplined. I was just like, I want to go outside and play kickball for eight hours and then i want to go home and i want to play outside <laughs> going home and like doing homework i was like well i just did this for eight hours at school right now i gotta have two hours of homework here i gotta have me time so i i told my parents forever i finished it i finished the homework at school today without ever doing it or giving a shit yeah with the failing thing they yeah could not hurt me when i was younger i, I yeah yeah <laughs> i totally get it. and if there was a class that you liked a plus. They're like, oh, right. but he's got an A plus in this. Like, oh, he likes it. He likes that. Well, it was always if they let you talk. You know what I mean? The classes where you could disagree and talk, you could get involved in. Yeah. Because I think that there's certain personalities that just don't want to hear someone else yeah. give an opinion. Every single day, nonstop, yeah. just that one person talking. Yeah, I can see that. I haven't thought about that, but I, I think I, that's right. I couldn't comprehend studying and like doing homework when it was like dark outside. So like during the winter, my grades would just the TV plum. was on. <laughs> just going to depression. Yeah. There were shows to watch. Yeah. Four thirty. Uh, yeah. This up. Four thirty, and it's midnight outside. I All can right. honestly say, like when people said they've done a paper, I really don't know what that is. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, a I, thesis sentence. I also <laughs> went to a school where the people who were learned to teach in the 60s and and 70s thought to themselves, hey, we're going to be different, and we're going to give these kids some room, and we just rain shit on those <laughs> well-meaning people. Yeah. Just rain shit. Yeah. Can't give up the reins completely. Yeah. You have to. You, they had to say, I guess we better bring nuns in here, because it's the only <laughs> thing these fuckers will listen to. Yeah, I went to a private uh, Catholic school, so there was that little bit of uh, intimidation. Sure. I did, there was, uh, the principal was a nun. The second grade teacher was a nun. It was kind of, uh, looking back on it, it's really creepy. Well, yeah, because people now don't know what nuns are. You just don't run into them. Yeah. And in my neighborhood, they were just going every which way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and you just thought of it as like a regular thing. Now, a priest, he would only show up if, A, he was pissed, or, B, to make an announcement. You didn't really yeah. run into the priest on every... But nuns were just these people that were in charge of you. Yeah, and if you were running into the priest often, you've probably put it out of your mind by now. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? You've probably just said, Although let's delete I, that file. I, I, <laughs> I don't know anyone who was molested, but I really... we had a, I hung out with a really ugly crew. So I can't... <laughs> I gotta really think... <laughs> We weren't. We were never. Uh, we never got whistled at when we walked by the church. Never happened that way. Parents didn't have money for those braces. Yeah. So yeah. Well, also, out. everyone I know would have just fucking came back and said, "Guess who jerked me off?" You know what I mean? Like, didn't have any shy kids. Hold the neighborhood. <laughs> didn't have enough. That guy who who thinks to himself, "I don't know what to do with this." I guess was more of a problem. But boys, I would think, would just be like. He just fucking jerked me off. He jerked me off, and that's just, you know, again, Monday. That's Monday. <laughs> that's Monday <laughs> in the Catholic world. Rory Scovel's here in studio with us playing Helium Comedy Club. This yeah. Ooh. Yes, that's right. 
This Thursday, the 13th through the 16th. Also his show on TBS Ground Floor. You can check that episodes on TBS.com. And the new album coming out, Dilation, on iTunes and Amazon. Yep, that is correct. Dilation is out, so go ahead and get on there and get that. I gotta get a turntable first. (laughs) How did Jack White have you had the chance to meet him? Uh, yeah, I, well, I got this, uh, it all happened because I, I ran into him a couple years ago in Nashville. I was just having a burger at a, at a place and, uh, he and his friend Ben sat down and I just, my album was just out, my, uh, the dilation album. I was like, hey, do you, uh, are you guys interested in stand-up comedy? If so, I just put this out. I know you, you know, you go on the road, maybe you'll listen to it. And, uh, yeah, I guess they're, they're big comedy fans, so they did check it out. I didn't hear anything for like a year. Then a year later, I, I hear from him that he wants me to come and do a live show at their space. And put it on vinyl, and I was like, "Yes, <laughs> that's <laughs> so fucking Absolutely. cool." Seriously, uh, but he he is uh, he's I mean him and everybody that works at there, man, they're super chill and they're funny and they're they're just real people that have great senses of humor and just happen to be rock stars. <laughs> I saw him in this documentary where he did a thing. He had little Jack White with him, and he was just it was the it was a guitar documentary. It was all being done real except for him. Mm-hmm, you right. know what I mean? Like he's so fucking bizarre that you're like is he putting us on or (laughs) he might be i mean his sense of humor is great he's a huge fan of uh comedy and uh and stand-up uh since he was a kid from from what i can gather and so yeah i think he even the thing with the white stripes whether is it the sister or the (laughs) wife no one knew it was great (laughs) man really funny (laughs) yeah i mean uh, we were talking before about how tough it is not to get everything out there and still, they never broke on that bit. Of right. Why they did it, why they dressed the same, what that whole thing was about. Right, yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah, I love uh, I love that kind of creativity. Well, there's a great video out now that, uh, that Brooks Whelan has done. Mm-hmm, yeah. And uh, he said that you did this first. Uh, yeah, and back in 2012, I just, uh, I'd just gotten an iPhone right before January, right before the yeah. new year. And I just started to, uh, recording a little bit of every day. Just because I was like, all right, well, I'm going to force myself to do some kind of project for the uh-huh. year to be creative. So, yeah, I just I filmed a little bit of every single day and uh, cut it all together, put music to it and posted it. And uh, he really liked it. So in 2013, <laughs> he decided he was going to do one, too. And man, what what a year to, to yeah, decide <laughs> to do it. He makes SNL, uh, leaves his job and is a writer and then cast member of SNL. So, yeah, his is pretty epic. It really is pretty fucking cool. And now we got to figure out who's going to do one next year. Yeah. Every year, somebody has to pass this on. Yeah, yeah. I had a couple friends that did one uh, from this year, and it's kind of funny to just look at him because he makes a good point. Like, if you take, no matter, if you film just a little bit of every day and you put music to it, it does make it look like your life is insane. Right. Because I've had a lot of people, they commented on mine, like, mine would be so boring. I'm in the same place every day, nine to five. And it's like, yeah, maybe from nine to five you are, but even the things that you filmed from nine to five, you could make it look, your, your life could look totally different. Right. In, in a, in a year if you really put it all together. It's literally what our parents should have made us do when we were younger so we wouldn't say that we didn't do anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember, like, over some, what did you do? Nothing. But if you're forced to look, because we forget, we yeah. forget how many cool things we get to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it's interesting to go back and look and actually remember it, what you did in a year. You his is crazy because he does get Saturday Night Live. Although the year that he got it, there's just so many people there now. I'd like to see this kid get a little more uh, 
stage to all the young guys. Oh, I think, uh, I mean, from what I know of Brooks, I think he definitely will. I feel like he's a naturally funny uh-huh. guy that he was doing before he broke on doing the SNL stuff. I mean, it's, it sounds so weird to say it, but even his vines, his vine videos, I would follow him and, and they crack me up a lot of the time. The, you know, do you, uh, do you like the vine stuff? I do. I kind of went through that phase when it first came out where I really loved it. It was fun being like, oh, like we can make sketches right now. We can cut it together and make a sketch. Uh, I haven't kept up with it so much now, but I do, I do like it. I like it when people do something creative or different on it. Be, yeah, because as soon as the next thing comes along. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everyone leaps to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like a lot of, like here's what you gotta do. If you invent anything now, sell it immediately. Yeah. Sell it within fucking two weeks. Yeah. Why didn't didn't uh, didn't Tom from MySpace didn't he sell MySpace right before Facebook took off? Or yeah, he, like, I I don't know. Did, made some money on did it. Did he make the money? Yeah, he made a few hundred million dollars, and then it tanked immediately afterwards when Fox bought it. No, what a see, genius! He, like, he like, what a brilliant move. <laughs> because the problem of it is, is like two hundred million is nothing if it really gets big. So you'll feel like an asshole with your two hundred million. Yeah, yeah. If yeah. you find out it's worth thirty-five billion. Yeah. The Snapchat guys turned down a few billion from Google, I think. And they're kids, right? Yeah, they're they're young. Oh, twenties. What did they think? <laughs> they want, Sky's the limit. Sky's why the would limit. I take two billion if I hold on? Yeah. I might get two point seven billion. Yeah, I can hold on and wait for someone else to invent the better this, and then make zero dollars. All right, <laughs> the, the fucking weirdness of that is how much before you would cash out of everything. I mean, what would be that figure? What the amount uh, that I yeah. would sell a thing? Yeah, that basically you would Jesus. walk away from the life you have. Probably now. the first offer. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't even try to haggle. At all. All right, Chris, what about for you? What would it take for you to leave the country and never even talk to people that you grew up with? Just you're done with that life. Give me one million dollars. and I'll For one million dollars. I will walk out of the United States forever. All right, so. That says so much about your relationships. Yeah. <laughs> right. Give me 40 you. bucks. I'll disappear. You're <laughs> and you're, and how long do you think a million would last? With your drug and alcohol problems. <laughs> I think in South America, I might die before the million goes out. Ooh. So I'm not going to give it to you all at one time. <laughs> I'm going to spread this out. Yeah, I'm going to spread this out. You'll need a good international lawyer. But even your <laughs> citizenship is only worth, your American pride is only worth a million bucks to you. Straight up million. I'm out of here forever. One million. You're leaving your check, too. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, that's I five hundred thousand. She can't come with. Wait, you calculated one million on the fact that you have to support two people. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> he's doing really bad here. <laughs> you, yeah, ten dollars. Yeah, you're really into that 1960s. He's a millionaire. Thing. <laughs> yeah, no one really brags about being a millionaire these days. As soon as you spend one dollar on flights to get out of the country, you're no longer a millionaire. It didn't go as long as I thought it would. All right, Shelby, you're young. How much just to walk? Away. I'm gonna take about five, and then I'd like just stand across the border in Canada, holding it all, yelling back to my friends. Okay, that's good. Canada's not bad. I feel like maybe you're, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if the dollar would go very far these days in Canada. No. But Canada's a good choice. You're not. You're not getting. To, you're not getting into like uh, culture shock. What's right. the loony conversion rate? Right. Yeah. Right now, it's probably not great. Unless this is <laughs> unless this is some devil thing where you're forced to go to North Korea. <laughs> oh yeah, you get five million dollars, <laughs> but you got to go to North Korea. <laughs> Just surrounded by <laughs> fucking people just begging. They won't let me spend it. They put me in a labor camp. <laughs> yeah, I'm not allowed to talk to people. Five million, that sounds about right. 
You would you would walk away for five million? I don't I see, know. I don't, ten. I don't ten like even the idea of being bought out. I just feel like I don't know, like some old farmer that would just say "fuck you" and your railroad. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to be bought out. Yeah. I don't like the idea that someone says, "Here's your price." You know, because it's really the blow me price when you think about it. Yeah. They're basically, Chris, for someone to stick their dick in your mouth, what's the price? Do I have to, like, pleasure them to completion? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not going <laughs> to Oh, you thought you just kind of are there. Yeah, yeah they're sticking right <laughs> And out they like just that. have sex with your mouth. All right, where do I get the money from? No, you have to participate. Yeah, you got to participate. <laughs> $75,000. <laughs> why, why is there no one no talking? $75,000. I'm trying to calculate if I have access to $75,000. <laughs> trying to get a beach today. <laughs> so a lot of guys have paid a lot more by the time they get fucking through. $75,000 is your price. We're talking tax-free, right? I have no still, control still over the not. government. <laughs> still not. Well, I can't. I don't know how you claim this on your check. Well, I forgot last year I did make seventy five k on a blowjob yeah. I gave. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna check yeah. off oral prostitute. Yeah. We have that form. We have that form in the back. Yeah. It doesn't get used that much. Now, if I'm a prostitute, is that a write off? Self employment. Now, if Shelby with those lips came up with the seventy five grand. I may be interested. Like, Come on, you can get more than that. <laughs> Selling yourself cheap. Because with Shelby, it would probably be the most tremendous <laughs> blowjob known to man. I'm so confused about this. <laughs> Other than if I could get one from Steven Tyler. <laughs> I didn't know that you had such a price. I'm broke, so, you know, it yeah. could work out for me. That's one, how, it's just one dick, That's right? how a lot of guys And you get to stay in the dick. country. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and it would be gone within a week. So maybe just do that up to a million dollars and not have to leave the country. <laughs> oh, my mouth's going to be sore. <laughs> I don't... See Rory Scovel at Helium Comedy Club, February 13th through the 16th. That's starting this week on a Thursday. On Twitter, at Rory Scovel and the show, Ground Floor on TBS and episodes on TBS.com. You know, you know, you know how you uh, say you're not used to people being overly excited about who you are. Mm-hmm. That's Shelby. <laughs> Shelby is so fucking pumped that you're here today. Is that true, Shelby? Yeah, I've uh, heard you with like Todd Glass. Oh, I love Todd. Like, Todd's great. Like the new comedy team. Yeah, you hook up. I love Todd. Todd's fantastic. Have you had Todd in here? No. He's fantastic. Fantastic man. I'm going to write that down, though. I go on shows to tell people who else they should have. I'm really more of a promoter no, no, than I am funny, a comic. But, uh... He's the comedy booking agent. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, here next week, yeah. it's going to be fantastic. I want to talk to you about a few guys I want to get through here. Uh, you're going to like them. So, Shelby, do you feel like you could put together a Twitter contest on if you need it? You could put together a trivia contest is what I'm saying. Yeah, you know him that well. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I haven't read his bio in a while, but... but it you has actually, not changed since day one. Do you feel like you could write his bio if needed to? Maybe you could be the first biographer for him. Sure. <laughs> you always want to get, like, there's some guy who wrote about Woody Allen in the early days, and now he's spent the rest of his life talking about Woody Allen. Mm-hmm. Um, who's the the guy on this, uh, the Rolling Stone um, critic that's in here? Marsh? Uh, the great Dave Marsh mm-hmm. saw Bruce Springsteen in like some little place in the village, and now has been writing about him for forty some years. Yeah, 
if Roy takes off the way you believe, Shelby. $75,000. Yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> so we finally, yeah, we finally, you know, he says, fuck you to CBS. He starts doing movies, mm -hmm. selling out stadiums. You're the ground floor guy writing this shit up. I can do it. We'll, we'll make Good that title happen. from the ground floor up. Oh shit, mm. Shelby, I'm doing half your job now. Oh shit, <laughs> we need to start taking some pictures. We can do like a Ken Burns type thing. <laughs> yeah, <I'm you're> <laughs> moving photos with old colonial music, By and the then Rory went on to do improv <laughs> comedy. See, the thing is. Ken Burns was there since like 61. Nobody else thought the Civil War was going to be big. He started shooting immediately. He got it. Start, yes, he was, he understood. <laughs> this is the new grunge. Yeah. This is where this is going. This is Dylan Goes Electric and it's <laughs> happening right now. Right. We're going to get a 10 this. hour series on baseball. I know it's on every day, yeah. but. Just listen here. A <laughs> hundred games a day, but trust me, this is going to be a big doc. I, I, I think I watch all of his docs, though. I watch the baseball doc. And some of them, he attempts to make it as sad as the Civil War. You know what I mean? Like, if he's talking about jazz, it it's the full weight that yeah. the Civil War has. Yeah. Prohibition was great, too, when he did that. Like, I think it was last year. I didn't see this one. Oh, it was really good. It was only this like two is parts. I'm bragging. I see all of his stuff. <laughs> it was a shorter one. It was only like two parts, but it was great. Let you know all about the bootleg. All right, he's yeah. getting lazy. I really thought there was more <laughs> here. His, his content's really yeah. good. <laughs> and he also has got to fix the fucking hair. I've never actually seen him. Oh yeah, he's one of those guys who does no part, but looks like he tried yeah. to part it. It just his hair's a struggle for him. Oh. It's like an old beetle or a monkey. Oh, I'd say Herman's Hermit. Yeah, I'd say it's like early Wahlberg mixed with... <laughs> the, yeah. Or I'm going to take it to the 80s and say it's the jam. Which no one plugs anymore. People it does kind of look like a really flat bowl cut. I mean, my hair's awful, so I can't say much, but that... Don't be does, hard on yourself, uh, You're right, I look good today. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's no part there. There's no part, but at some point he thinks to himself, I really want to part this. Because you can see he attempts sometimes to do a part in the middle. Yeah. In some of the lower pictures. Yeah. What if you were Ken Burns and you're just driving down the road and you just heard people talking about your fucking hair? Yeah. Oh, like, well, he's definitely looking in the rear of you like, oh, shit, they're right. Why has no one brought this up? I've been popular for years. My wife hasn't said shit I'm to me. I'm with you every day. Yeah. I'm in the bay every day. No one says one thing about my hair. My flat Wahlberg bowl cut. He Ken, can... you know I don't mean that if you're out there, Ken. You know I don't mean it. Kenny, stop <laughs> Kenny, it. Come on. He compiles like all that and it just spends years working on each one, but he can't be making that much money at all. It's like, oh, no, dude, he's got a fucking great apartment in New York. He's I mean, he's making a lot of money. Studio. Off that shit. It's a yeah. studio, but it's big. It's a big studio. Loft, really. There's yeah. a Murphy I mean, bed. At this point, it's a loft. Uh, slash office. So he's kind of doing both sure. in the same space. He's used the office, the, the desk, he's got a door and some milk crates. It's kind of cool. <laughs> yeah. It's right up against the uh, it's chic. exposed brick yeah the ken burns apartment is every fucking first apartment got an exposed wall like that where you just feel like oh this is cool i think so i think you for, for some reason like especially in the city you think like yeah. oh i'm young i'm energetic right. look at this place and then we straight out of a sitcom this this, this <laughs> yeah, apartment right. i'm living in a sitcom yeah 
Then the second you have a kid, you feel terrible. <laughs> like, I can't. It looks like my kid's living outside. <laughs> I crumble up the newspapers in the corner, and that's our fire during the winter. Uh, Chris, what else is happening out there today in the news? Oh, this is great. They uh, killed a, a giraffe in a Copenhagen zoo in front of a bunch of kids. It was a perfectly mm. healthy giraffe. Killed it, shot it in its head, and then started carving it up to sell it to other animals. Now, why would they do feed that? It, feed it to other animals. <laughs> to sell it to other animals. <laughs> 75 oh, This zoo is kind of a wacky zoo. <laughs> it, was an, it was literally an excess giraffe that they no, didn't need. and they. And it they had were, to be a bad giraffe. No, it was a healthy giraffe. They, and they, and they, it had to be doing something wrong, or else they would have given it to another zoo. That's, no, that's other, freaked out. Other zoos offered to take it. People offered to buy it, and they said, "No, we're killing it." <laughs> Why? They said that they had the the giraffe population in zoos is so big now that even if they sent it to another zoo, it would start inbreeding and start damaging gir uh, giraffes. They don't know every zoo out there. Oh. They just wanted to feed a giraffe to a lion and see what it would look like. Yeah, which I, I mean, I guess I kind of understand, but maybe do it at night as opposed to, <laughs> well, here's all these kids. Where's my rifle? I want them to see what real life is. Well, if you were going to really do that, though, you would let it attack a living giraffe, not kill it and cut it up. Politics. Yeah, yeah. that's not the fucking nature's way. Yeah. They yeah, should they should have just said we're going to take the giraffe out in front of the lion, and then let these things live. <laughs> and, and today, yeah. uh, tickets are fifty bucks. Right. <laughs> if you want into the zoo to see the lion kill the giraffe in front of you, it's fifty dollars. Zoos are really the worst fucking places. Like even like when you when you go to a zoo, you're like, ah, eh, Peter might be right about a couple things. Because I saw a polar bear that looked like it had a nervous breakdown <laughs> when I was a kid. It just kept walking back and forth like the same three steps and would turn around the same three steps and turn around. I'm like, that doesn't fucking happen in Alaska. Yeah, that's not they normal. They fucked this animal up. Yeah. There's a terrible zoo upstate a little bit, maybe an hour upstate, and it's really bad. Where the, It's just emaciated, starving bears in cages, like brown bears. And Yeah, but you can get close, and that's great. <laughs> and that's... <laughs> And that's what the education the kids want. Like, yeah. Look at the bears. It's supposed to make that noise. Kind of weird <laughs> scream. <laughs> Should uh, the bears be able to write notes to try SOS <laughs> notes in a bottle to when, try to get out of here? When they took us to the zoo as kids, all we did was throw peanuts. And you know you couldn't fucking get away with that in the wild. Those animals would be on you in a heartbeat. Yeah. They're not teaching the kids shit about animals. See, I thought a zoo was to get the animal out of the jungle so it doesn't get shot by a poacher. And this giraffe ends up getting the exact same treatment. Yeah. Well, no, it does. it's not that it doesn't get shot by a poacher. They put them in the zoo so people in the Bronx can see them. You're not going yeah. to see a giraffe unless they put it in a zoo. That's what a zoo's for. They should still be about protecting the animal, though. This giraffe should have thought, oh, I made it to home base. I'm in a zoo. Yeah, but don't you even see that when you... And uh, by the way, I don't know if they even figure it out that much. But even the, the places that try to get you to spade and neuter dogs, they will kill dogs once it becomes dangerous. And they love dogs. And then they're like, we got to kill all these fucking dogs today. They think it's a good idea to kill all the dogs. They think it's helping to kill animals. It does help. You're weeding it out a little bit. Rather than letting them starve to death like this giraffe would have. 
But here, acting like, oh, we want the lion to live like a lion, then you can't tie a goddamn giraffe <laughs> meat around his fucking rope and chuck it to them. This is nature. This yeah. happens in nature. They li the zoo literally said, like, this This is 200 pounds of meat. We would never throw out 200 pounds of meat. Regarding to the uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, this I is the takeout version in nature. They just bring the food to the lion. Why aren't we eating this all the time? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'd be thinking, too. This fucking tastes so giraffe good. Yeah, that lion's like, this zoo's really stepped it up for us, huh? <laughs> I think it would be great if they would have just fed it to other giraffes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and then you can say to the kids, look how disgusting giraffes are. They're cannibals. Now you know why we have to kill them. Yeah. They're gross. They just found an extra one like they were doing inventory. <laughs> <laughs> we had such four here, but I'm seeing five. Uh, get the shotgun. <laughs> yeah. now, there, there is uh, a thing up on the iBank today that said, I forget it was like scientifically accurate Flintstones. And I had no idea this. They said that those cavemen used to eat their own babies' brains if they, you know, thought of it. They also <laughs> fucked animals, and they saw this in cave drawings. There would be a cave drawing of a dude mounting a fucking buffalo. I'm sorry, that bad of life. I, uh... I'm not all that proud of the evolution thing, though. Well, I mean, we're doing better. <laughs> Somewhat. <laughs> Somewhat better. We've stepped it up a little bit. I don't have anyone close to me that has ever eaten a child's brains. However, the animal part, I will not. You won't say. I won't say. I can't say. All right. This is a weird thing. Like if you were an alien and came here, right? They would actually say, okay, it's everyone eats animals, but it's against the law to fuck them. That's weird when you really fucking think about it. Mm -hmm. Why would it be okay to eat something? To kill it and eat it, but not put your dick in it. That's worth going to jail for. You can hide behind the tree and, like, shoot the deer. And they're like, <laughs> okay, that's cool. But, like, if you yes, just, that's fine. You that's to, great. Yeah. They do not go into us, but we can't go into them. Yeah, do not pleasure that animal. <laughs> Well, I don't think they can fuck us either. If that's where you're going with that, Fez, I don't. I think if you showed up at your house and a horse was fucking you, you could also be arrested. I, I fell. I would actually like to be the I civil rights for bestiality people. <laughs> <laughs> They've never really had march on Washington. Yes. Bestiality. Just one dude standing by himself. Yeah, no I, one um, thought other people. Well, the chat happy. rooms. The chat rooms made it seem like more people were going to come out today. But anyway, I mean, we eat them. Why can't we fuck them? That's all I went to say. I don't know. Yeah. That's, we might that's do this again. Yeah. Great point. Thanks for coming to the first annual. We should be allowed to fuck animals. Well, I'm not a part of this. We were just walking by the yeah, lunch. I'm just taking I mean, a, this dude knows what I'm talking about. I'm just taking a picture, picture of the Lincoln yet. Memorial with my family. I don't know who this guy is. It's the strangest thing ever, though. Well, that dude got butt. That there was like that brothel of animal bangers over in Washington, where the guy mm -hmm. had a hot, had a, literally a brothel where he, dudes would go there and get banged. How by many the people were the animals in lingerie walking around? <laughs> no, but they trained the horses to, to bang dudes. And not kill them. Miss Kitty really was a Miss Kitty. <laughs> Legitimately a kid. A well, kitty. Vice, kitty cat. I think Vice did something where they went to one of those like South American countries where people regularly 
like have sex with donkeys. I didn't oh, notice. now we know why you want that million dollars. <laughs> yeah, there you go, Chris. Donkey, <laughs> you donkey fucker. I don't fuck donkeys. Ah, yet, come on. Yet, where do you get your sweet milk? You wait till you get down there with all that money and you're king of the world. <laughs> now, you saying they regularly do it? This is something that everyone knows? Like you could take a donkey to the prom? <laughs> it's not like they're like bringing it home. Like if they like lead them up a mountain and then like they know like, okay, we all like... We don't all talk about it, but we're all going behind the bushes with these donkeys, right? Come on, dudes. There's flashlights. <laughs> I don't know. If you're if you're able to climb a mountain, there should be some kind of reward. And if it's a donkey's ass, then well, there's a donkey's ass. Then that should be the reward. I didn't know it was anal. That's really crazy. Well, of course it's anal. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> what is uh, What country is this? I can look it up. Yeah, look it up. Let's get the fucking facts out there. I'm planning my my next vacation. <clears throat> uh, here's uh, Tyler. Tyler, how you doing, buddy? Hey, Ron. How you doing? Good, man. I uh, I just wanted to let you know that uh, uh, Letterman actually uh, bags on uh, Ken Burns all the time about his bangs. Oh, is that right? Entry about men who wear bangs. <laughs> And I, but it looks like he's wearing bangs because he doesn't have a choice. Like, he's got one of those hairs that he doesn't know what to do with it. Yeah. It's all my, me and my friend's haircut in middle school that he seems to just be rocking still. You guys were dressed up like that? Oh, just our hair. Like, we didn't know about a comb or gel or anything. Sally didn't take you to a nice uh, barber? Did not. Mm. Did not. That was the style during the Civil War, and he sticks to it. <laughs> they paint donkeys in Colombia, by the way. Yeah, it says Colombia. Is that where it's all? Where it all happens? That's where Vice went. And they also that's you know. You know, gacked up bang. Yeah, a lot of fucking. I love the title there. of that video is Donkey Sex, the most bizarre tradition. <laughs> tradition. Tradition. Just you dates said back to the beginning. You said you were going to cover this as a journalist. You seem pretty <laughs> biased here. Hey, grab the massholes being massholes uh, video. That's up on the entire bank today. This is one of my favorites because it's two guys yelling at each other, and you really can't tell who's the bigger dick. Well, I think by the end you decide, but those guys in Boston, I think, argue as good as anyone in the uh, country right from the beginning. I'm gonna come up. I'm gonna come up there right now, and I'm gonna fucking stuff that thing up your fucking ass. Go fuck yourself. No, Go fuck you yourself. are the most disrespectful son of a bitch. Go fuck yourself, Tuffy. You have no respect for yourself. Go fuck yourself, Tuffy. You, I find that on YouTube, and it's going to go right up your fucking ass. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> yeah, well, I already put in a complaint to the police yesterday about you. Go fuck yourself. Say it again! Go fuck yourself! Come on, let's go! Come on, let's go! Don't say it to my face, you fucking idiot! <laughs> Come on out! Go fuck yourself! Next time I see you face to face, you're the one that's gonna go fuck yourself! <laughs> go fuck yourself! Like, I just can't handle that no. he's just saying it. Go fuck yourself! You can see that he's living in some kind of fucking weirdness. Some kind of Bigfoot squalor that he's in. 
But guys from Boston have been told, like, from an early age, don't take any shit off anyone, son. And that's it. They're stuck. Yeah. Is he fucking with you? <laughs> they are so ready to throw down. But they are kind of, like, relaxed about it. Right. Go fuck yourself. Like, what? <laughs> what did you say? Like, they're kind of gentlemanly. Because it's constant there. <laughs> yeah. It's constant. Yeah. He was really just saying, hi, I like your outfit. <laughs> But that in there, it's a, you say it. Go fuck yourself. Joe, fucking say it again. Fuck you. I'll come up there. <laughs> yeah. He's so ready, and the guy's like sixty. And, and when so I see ready. you on the street, it will be you who will thine fuck thine self. The guy's so proper. <laughs> um, Mark Wahlberg is already fucking. You know, called them and said he wants to turn into a movie. <laughs> <laughs> this would be great for me, and my brother, to do. He got out of the passenger side of the car, too, so there's someone in the driver's seat. Well, you hear the lady, like, let's go. Scully, get back in the car. (laughs) Scully. We're going to be late for shit. He likes your outfit. Get back in the car. (laughs) We're going to be late for what? Shit. Shit. (laughs) You can see Rory Scovel at the Helium Comedy Club. I'm going. Starting on Thursday the 13th through the 16th and on TBS and TBS.com with the show Ground Floor. And the album that's available on iTunes and Amazon, Dilation. Let's take a break here. You know what? We need, you know we've been what? through a lot. Right. You know? I get it. I don't want to just fucking go, go, go. Yeah. You know? Let's ease back. We'll light up a couple cigarettes. You know what? I got one of these, Fez. Oh, the Enjoys. Does this come from you? Yep. Uh, they're going to keep sponsoring us? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I like the free enjoys. Yeah, supposed to be getting another big delivery soon. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's relaxing. Yeah. It gives us a nice relaxing place to go. You can smoke inside now. Or vape, Chris. That's the term. We're vapors. Vape. That's the enjoy king. The bold one. Well, someday I hope he finds his queen. I hope they'll <laughs> live together forever. Slightly so less like, nicotine. Yeah. <laughs> Slightly next nicotine and a little daintier for the ladies because they have those tiny fingers. This is the greatest invention ever. I can't get enough of them. Well, that one's cool because, I mean, it looks like you're smoking a cigarette, an actual cigarette. It actually feels like it. It feels a lot more papery. It's got the paper. It's got the weight to it. It, Well, it's the exact weight, but how do they get the paper feel? That, I'm not sure. And then they have the what, what Enjoy calls the master flavorist to make sure it actually tastes like a real cigarette. Ask them if they ever do cigars. I will check. Oh, I'll you know what would be Robin. great? It would be like to have an old school pipe and just be vaping off of it. It's going to be a huge light at the end of that. <laughs> just a giant light. A whole bulb. <laughs> because, do like a Sherlock Holmes gimmick with it. Well, what's cool is the Android, it has the most realistic light on the end of it, too. Does it really? Yeah. Because I can't see it from here. You can't see it, but it, lo- it, it looks does, like, yeah. It does. It looks like a real cigarette when it's lighting up. And what do you do? You just recharge it, or how does it work? What do you do? Refill it? Um, you can, I think you can recharge it, and then you can also get them. disposables, right? Oh, yeah, the disposables, but you can get them in the five pack so that you don't run out. Oh, I love it. This is great for being in the movie theater, and there's nothing they can do right now, right? They haven't set up a law. Right. That you can't sit and enjoy yourself. Right, right yeah. You know, uh, what year did they stop in New York smoking in movie theaters? I think the mid-90s. Still like the 80s. 
I know my dad smoked in movie theaters since the late 90s. But well, I don't he, think was he was breaking rules. <laughs> Your dad was a troublemaker. And then planes were right about the same time, I think. Oh, you could never take a plane into a movie theater. That's, <laughs> no, that's crazy. No. I meant smoking in one. Well, did you ever know, get into the thing and see the old ashtrays in the plane? You're like, how old is this plane? <laughs> yeah, that, that is terrifying now. You see that, you're like, Jesus. Right. You see that, and then you look down, and you just see like little holes, and you see the ground below you. You got to fly all the time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fly, fly pretty often. So if I ever, when I'm on one of those, you can tell, I mean, instantly tell right. when a plane is older. Well, yeah, because it's got, it looks like someone's living room from the 70s. Yeah, it's like, like they stole furniture from a bowling alley and right. just put it on the plane. That's what it, and you're like, this isn't, this is like 1970s in here. This isn't good. Wouldn't, like it be, the, wouldn't it be great if there was a bowling alley on a plane? Of course. Air Force One, there's got to be, right? Yeah. And then, like, you're, like, they're saying it's time to deplane, and you're going like this. But we haven't finished our game yeah. yet. We're only on the seventh frame. <laughs> That's how we would talk <laughs> if we bowled on a plane. We'd become very odd. We're still bowling. Yeah. Sir, come on. We uh, need to push this drink cart up and down. You're getting in the way here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The aisle is the lane. <laughs> I, you know what? It takes a while for me to bowl because I like to dry my hands a lot. I just spend a lot of time just fucking drying and looking at the lane. Anyway, enjoy. That's our favorite. Let's break here. Okay. okay. Like I said originally, we need to take a little break. Give him a plug. It's Roy Scoville at Helium Comedy Club, February 13th through the 16th. Ground floor on TBS and episodes that you can watch on TBS.com. And his album, Dilation, that's available on iTunes and Amazon.com. Um, tell the guy on hold to stay. We'll get to him. Steve has a moral uh, question for Rory, and I think Good. You, the, the thing I enjoy about you is not only are you a funny man, but you're able to solve life problems very, very quickly and easily <laughs> yeah, for people. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I started my Twitter account. Just, sure. Uh, any questions? Any questions at all? Yeah. Uh, we'll be right back, Ron Fez. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. Serious XM comedy hits. With the Rod and Fez show, Rory Scovel's in studio with us. You can see him this week starting on the 13th at Helium Comedy Club. Also, watch him on TBS on the show The Ground Floor. And listen to his album, Dilation, available on iTunes and at Amazon.com. Got to also really say I'm so proud of this Shia LaBeouf for putting the bag on his head. Going out the other night um, to the movie premiere. Because I think it's great when you're promoting your movie not to let anybody see you. Did you see this picture? Yeah, of him? I did. The I'm not he famous. He is so anymore. fucking great. I am not famous anymore. I love the look. More famous now. Yeah. Bad guy. He's this baghead, just fucking baghead, doing his thing. At least he got the eye holes right. You sometimes run into some trouble. You can't see out of him. He looks like he had a pretty <laughs> He's good running setup into there. stuff. <laughs> And then sometimes you'll even have to put your nose through one of the eye holes when it just gets yeah. too hot. He ends up in the wrong theater. <laughs> this isn't my movie. <laughs> this sucks. Uh, all right, Steve, you needed some advice, buddy? <clears throat> Steve in Dallas? Hello? Yeah, go ahead. Hey, what's up? How you guys doing? Yeah. 
What can we do well, for you, dude? Oh, oh, what's up? Is this is this Ron? Yes, it is. You're on the radio. Uh, how are you? How are you, my friend? Um, I was. Is Roy still on? You know, yes. Roy, uh, um, yes. Shovel. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what I was thinking is, you know, I was just on the toilet with my girlfriend. You know, listening to the show because I think y'all funny dudes. I like the way you look. Um, and then, you know, I was thinking, all right, we ain't got Ziploc bags in the house. We're trying to cook up, marinate some uh, uh, chicken. Mm. And I was wondering how you think we should do that. How you should marinate chicken because you don't have, and you don't have any Ziploc bags Wait, in your up. house? By the way, you believe in Sasquatch? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you're all over the place. You're taking shits, you're talking to your girlfriend, you're marinating chicken without Ziploc bags, and you want to know if I believe in Sasquatch. I can only help with one thing. I'm only able to help you with First one of, all, of those everyone things. everyone believes in Sasquatch because, in a way, it lives in a child's imagination. You know, mm. maybe I'm old school with that, but it's in all of us. Yeah, and it will never die. Harry and the Hendersons? I, get out yeah, of town. I know. At the end, get out. We don't like you. Exactly. Yeah, they do like you them. cried, and you know yeah. you did. Oh, yeah. You know why? Because they did love him. Yeah. They were just saying that. Chris's dad him. smoking a cigarette watching that. Yeah. <laughs> that literally happened. Sitting in the theater. And then sometimes he would just fucking light matches and burn them in there. <laughs> Come on, if he, dude. If he didn't like the movie, he would just fuck with the matches. <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> Come on. I remember watching The Matrix, and he was just smoking up a storm. Ben, you're lucky your dad took you to the movies instead of bitching about it. No, I'm saying it was cool. It was weird, though, when the ushers would come and say, Sir, this is a non-smoking <laughs> building. Trying to Sir, watch it's Godzilla. 1999. Uh, this is the Matrix. Here? <laughs> <laughs> why are there ushers? Yes. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen an usher, for real. Other than if you count those guys who look so sad who come around with trash bags after the show to try to clean up because people are such animals. It's a yeah. modern-day usher. The modern day usher. That's sad though. Garbage man. If that's true. Uh what's the big story of this guy in Oklahoma, uh, Fez that won't let people into his restaurant? Yeah, he has decided that he uh, in his words, he doesn't want to be around freaks and faggots. So oh, come on, Fez, please. Tell me. Jesus. So he doesn't say that at all. <laughs> what? That's just you saying oh, that. That's my restaurant. Hey, come on. Nobody has who how's he defining a freak? Long hair? Yeah, I think it's anyone he's uncomfortable around. Yeah, me too. So they think that could be extended to different races as well. And he also kept a disabled guy out of his uh, in a wheelchair out of his restaurant too. Because he didn't want to be around him. Told him he had to go. No, I get that completely. We've got our own chairs in here. No one chooses to be disabled. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I could see if it was my fault, but... You chose that chair. You live with it. I'm Stephen Hawking. Uh, Any fucking place that wouldn't let Stephen Hawking in is okay with me. (laughs) You know he must be doing good if he can say there's large groups of people he doesn't want to come into his place. Well, it's very weird because in the news interview, he's laughing it off. He's saying, hey, everyone talks like this. It's no big deal. I, You know, about his racial slurs, sexual slurs, any of it. Yeah. But he has just banned people of different orientations. Yeah, but you're, you're acting like he lives next door to you. This is probably in some bumfuck town. You know what I mean? 
There's Where's probably one place to eat in that town, and you got to put up with his shit. Enid, Oklahoma, I think. Enid. They, it's yeah. an Enid. They got him, they're got they building a major airport there. The traffic's <laughs> really going through there. He better watch it. <laughs> Enid, get in here, honey. I'll name the town after you. Enid, Oklahoma. Come on down. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, because he can't understand what's wrong with this. Yeah, but there's he, probably no gays in his town, even. As far as he knows. If there were, I mean, there is a guy in a wheelchair who can't get in the place that's now. That's one dude. And, you know, that's it. He's probably a dick anyway. He's probably like, well, Chick-fil-A did that, and they're crushing it. <laughs> yeah, they're doing well. <laughs> Although, those things are delicious. They really are. They're very tasty. Chick-fil-A knows how good they are. Yeah. They're like, let's make some political statements <laughs> and watch us not lose a dime. They're so good. That they don't even open on Sundays. Yeah. I used to buy a bunch of them when I lived down in Florida. A bunch of them on a Saturday night and sit in the fucking parking lot and just sell them to people on Sundays for eight <laughs> bucks a sandwich. Oh, you could fill a cooler and just do that. That's really smart. <laughs> just sell them. Just be standing outside concerts. Yeah. Who wants a Chick-fil-A? Me? Yeah. Um... But you know what? Look how shitty his place is. Yeah, but if there was a gay person in Enid, Oklahoma... All right, let's just say this. You know gay people, right? Yes. Is any gay guy going to go and eat in that fucking place? That looks like a pig trawl. It looks like the only thing for miles around. Right. Yeah, maybe that's why he's allowed to do it. There's only one restaurant. He's yeah. like, well, I got... <laughs> this town is mine. <laughs> it's kind of like the mayor. Yeah. That, by the way, what you're looking at there, that's downtown. <laughs> that's downtown the skyline. Needed. That's the fucking skyline. <laughs> See, if I was gay and I lived in Enid, Oklahoma, I would fucking leave. I would say, where do gay guys go? Which coast? Am I going to beautiful West Hollywood? Or the fucking East Village? I wouldn't think. I'll just happily stay here in, in Enid. But I don't, even, I don't even know if that's... I think what you're saying is the truth, and that has happened. I don't even know if this guy's ever had any, no. like a gay person ever even come in. He's just like, well, just to reiterate our stance, no one come here, right? even though you never have. I don't know if anybody's in this joint. And he says no one on welfare can eat there? I mean, they just don't have the technology to scan those cards, apparently. I mean, that's not on him. We're still cash only, and we always will be. Keep calling the state. They're not getting back to me. If you come in here with the cell phone, you are gay. You will be asked to leave. <laughs> just the cell phone will do it. Do you see him swishing in here with a cell phone? Yeah. I don't need your internet. Uh, well, anyway, the guy's getting—he's getting world famous now, right? Oh yeah, yeah. This is the world famous homophobic racist diner. Yeah, great for watching Oklahoma. the Olympics. A lot yeah. of people showing up for gather, Olympics. Gather around. <laughs> Remember, February is Olympic month. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got the Oscars. <laughs> yeah, he's showing <laughs> world's worst Oscar party. Now we're doing figure skating tonight. We're doing that with a uh, special. You can get a dozen. Uh, Wings, hot sauce. We're going to watch the figure skating. Watch those Yelp reviews. Get on there. 
Yeah, get oh, on Yelp. By the way, Talk I about went to the guy's Yelp. I went there, and there's just a bunch of one stars and call them a fucking red. <laughs> oh, they I gotta, eat there. I got to see. I got to see this. The fact that he's on Yelp. Yeah. If he's on Yelp, that'll be that will change the world for me. Yeah, they they just they left all over his ass. <laughs> No, he's probably having those pulled now because they're not fair. You know, a lot of those people have never been there before. Yeah, why? <laughs> one and a half out of five. Yeah, but that thing was doing really well before all the ones came in. It's called Chikiro, Chikaro Club. Yeah. It's a club. Yeah, it is. It's like the Dallas Buyers Club. It's very exclusive. It mm. says there's a valet parking, too. I mean, it's how much establishment. traffic? That's because there's no parking lot, and he's fucking 100 yards off the road. Oh, all the reviews are after this came out, <laughs> naturally. Um, <laughs> I can't imagine anyone who legitimately stops at this restaurant who's like, you know what, I'm going to get on Yelp and let people know. The fritters are good. Do you see that? Four money signs. Four money signs. Sweet. Pricey and Enid. Rory Scoville, thanks for being here at Helium Comedy Club this week starting Thursday the 13th through Sunday the 16th. And the ground floor is on TBS. You can also watch episodes on TBS.com. Hysterical, dude. Thank Hysterical you. Thank you for having show. me. Thank you. Really, really funny show. And I'm very, very happy for you, my man. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. I'll see you next time you come back in the city. Absolutely. That's it. Uh, way to go. You guys trended number one in the U.S. today on, uh, what was the trend again? It was hashtag Macho Vlad Putin. By the way, I heard it went on for another hour before finally we drifted down and off. But I was, um, you know, that's what happens when you go viral. Uh, when you're goes, at the top. Yeah, it goes right back down again. Yeah. But there for a few shining moments. <laughs> See you guys tomorrow. And that's the end of my show. Donk. You know what you've been doing? You've been listening to the Ron and Fez show. It's now over, but don't Fez whenever you want. Go to SiriusXM.com slash on demand. This show was brought to you by Afro and Friends. You can get other high quality Opie and Anthony related audio from the website AfroandFriends.blogspot.com.